0: Do I have to do anything? Oh, great. He was trying to figure out what to do
1: with his hands, huh? Yeah. Just having you here.
0: What do I do? How do I I show up on YouTube later? (laughs) And then it it just happened. (laughs)
2: Yeah. Let's get into it. This is the five on five podcast presented by directmusicservice.com and Nukes Hot Sauce. Uh, Nukes is doing a little art show right now in Portland. If you're nearby, go check them out. Records, art, hot sauce for sale. Everybody could use a little extra hot sauce in their life. So shout out to Nukes. Go check them out. Yeah, Nukes Hot Sauce. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Phenom, coming to you live from sunny tropical Portland, Oregon. Down the street from me, up the street from me, my man in black, Jupiter Williams with Nyla on deck down below there. Hello, Nyla. Uh, down in the belly of the beast in sunny Las Vegas, Sin City. Nick Lopez, and our special guest today. I can't believe we got this
0: guy on yeah, the show. Same. Fucking
2: legend. A friend of mine. A fantastic. <laughs> hey, hold on a second. You yeah. act like
0: you act like I've been turning you down for like since day one. Like you asked me three, two weeks ago. You're like, hey, you want to be on the podcast? And I was like, yeah, I do. <laughs> i would
3: like to be on your
4: podcast so it's,
0: it's not that hard to get me you just have to ask
3: <laughs> that a certain air of mystery yeah <laughs> yeah tried to get our I mean, people to his people yeah yeah like yeah. you just asked but, me but like
0: you know once your attorneys were talking to my attorneys and all the deal points uh, were lined up like we we're good right
4: yeah exactly yeah, yeah, exactly
2: yeah
0: for those of you that don't recognize that voice
2: that very disgruntled gentleman is stone rock
4: <laughs> yeah, <that's
0: me. laughs> um I, I will say uh, yeah i will say this uh um um this is i think this is the only podcast that i've done without graham so oh. this will be this will be interesting because graham's usually the one that's like uh you know don't say anything incendiary uh and and like has me <laughs> reel it back but also uh, this is the first podcast i've done since starting therapy so maybe uh maybe things won't won't be as uh as fiery as they once were in the past or might have been in the past we'll see i don't know we'll see oh this is going to be
1: the most boring podcast ever guys it's
0: going to be
3: one extreme or the other you're either (laughs) so relieved like it's going to be me talking about all the
0: all the self-help books that I'm reading yeah. and like yeah. what my therapist says, and like how much, how much good sleep I'm getting now.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, or the opposite where you're like, well, I've been going to therapy. So that I kind of use that for that. And now I'm just gonna, yeah. I don't yeah. care. I'll apologize yeah. about yeah. it later in therapy. Just, just fire <laughs> off. fire uh, off missile after missile. I'm firing after missile. off.
0: Yeah. Uh, I just
2: picture you like Ari Gold going to therapy, just throwing the phone against the wall and being like, I'm out.
0: it's not it's actually not that uh it's not that it's actually a pretty calming thing so uh uh i find myself where at one point um um, i might have thrown the phone across the room but now maybe that doesn't happen so much or i'm I talk to myself before I throw the phone across the room like hey you know maybe this isn't the best course of action <laughs> and then I throw the phone anyways I don't know <laughs> we, don't, we don't have to talk about anything. I love
2: it <laughs> well I wanted to get you on here I definitely want to have Graham on as well um that's, that's a no-brainer sure. yeah. um we like to keep it to just one guest we've done two and three and four previously and it's just turned into a fucking circus with zoom calls <laughs> shout out to zoom shout so, out um, to Zoom. Yeah. Zoom, uh,
1: zoom,
0: zoom sponsorship in full effect here. Not yeah.
1: sponsorship. We're paying them. Yeah.
3: yeah. Uh, we're, we're sponsoring Zoom. Yeah. Has
1: Has anyone fumbled the
2: bag more than Skype regarding Skype and Zoom? I feel like they're just like, yo. Damn. Like,
0: Skype's Bam. been around for Skype's been around for six hundred years, and like Zoom's been around for four minutes, and everyone just zooms. In fact, Zoom is now synonymous to video chat, video conference. Like, yep. oh, I'll just zoom you. FaceTime that people don't even use FaceTime in they, in, in the same way.
3: They wow. have the Google thing like the Google conference calls. Oh, that that's And they don't even balls. call it that. Like people are just like I have a Zoom call but it's on Google. Yeah. Like Yeah. <laughs> like Don't don't the language started. has changed.
0: Don't get me started on Google. That might that might set me off into a that's get oh, the, oh, that's that's it. it didn't take long. It didn't uh, take long. I really I really I do not like the Google ecosystem. Like it just sucks. I'm no. not a fan either, and uh, I,
3: I try, I really do try because in theory it should be simple, like everything ties together, the calendar, the but. It's it's just not. It feels like a third party app. So like, I have, it's, it's I have like native.
0: 19 Gmail accounts. I don't know what's linked to what, I don't know what is happening. Like my fucking YouTube videos are over here and the thing is over. It's just, it's a nightmare. Yeah. A nightmare. I I think,
2: I think Google drive is one of the worst inventions I've ever seen. It's really? Fucking,
3: I
1: hate it. I utilize I Google it. drive all the time.
3: Do you? Yeah. I utilize just, it, but I utilize all the Google things. I just don't, I'm not good at it, I guess.
1: Fair.
0: They're they just it's just not they're not intuitively connected. Like there's Correct. not a lot of yeah. synergy between. Like it's almost like the guys that do the calendar, like their office is in in Uzbekistan, and the guys that do <laughs> Dropbox, their office is like in fucking Italy, yeah. and no one communicates. They're just like, oh, we have this thing. Hopefully it works.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then your Google account literally links to everything. Yeah. yeah. So you don't know but, what's but actually. Also, but also nothing. But nothing. also nothing <laughs> yeah. at the also same nothing. time. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. 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 God, I fucking hate it. Uh,
0: this is gonna be the longest podcast about nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Ever, oh, great, in welcome to yeah. the
3: five on five. Yes. yes. Uh,
0: <laughs> let's get back on track, here. What we do
2: every week, we compare two artists head to head. Stone's already familiar with the format. Um, I'm just gonna get into it, gentlemen. Let's go. This week, I got a pick for us we're gonna love it or we're gonna hate it we're gonna know some of the songs or we're not going to red hot chili peppers versus mgmt
0: Mm, okay i mean i could tell you right now all of my answers are gonna be red hot chili peppers Uh oh okay okay you, you got a backup do i have a backup uh uh, not no, because, no, not don't. because, not because I'm the biggest fan of Red Hot Chili Peppers, but I know like three MGMT songs, and like they don't really resonate with with me, anyways. So, but let's go, let's play. Yeah, let's play. Okay. Yeah, yeah, let's okay. play.
2: Round one, gentlemen: Red Hot Chili Peppers "Under the Bridge" versus MGMT "Little Dark Age," and we'll start with our guest Stone.
0: I'm gonna do this like a game show. <laughs> <laughs> yes. There it is. <laughs> chili peppers. I was just wager.
2: Stone picked MGMT for those of you that are watching, not watching on
0: YouTube. Uh, Th- that's not what I did,
2: but go no. ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Stone's Red Hot Chili Peppers. Uh Neek.
3: Um I'm going with chili peppers. that's okay. it? Oh, okay. I thought you froze on us. No, no, that's 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 it. Um that's it. <laughs> I love MGMT. And I've recently discovered that I don't like as many Chili Pepper songs as I thought I did.
0: Oh. I, I I'm going to tell you how disconnected from MGMT I am. I don't even remember the song that we're comparing Under the Bridge to. Fair. That's fair. It's a new. Fair. That one's a new song. That's okay. a newer okay, one. A new it's
3: probably, okay. in my opinion, my favorite. Is it it's, really?
2: It's heat. Yeah. It's low key heat.
3: I don't know. If I you think
2: Little Dark in Age in might DJ be my set. favorite. Yeah. You might be able to. It's kind of it's kind of I windy. I have. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. Travis. Let me sweep it.
2: Travis got to sweep. Okay. Um, this round should be a little bit closer, I think. Yeah. Uh red hot chili peppers. Wait,
0: what was what was your what was your pick? You know? So I can't pick
2: since I since I picked the category, but oh, okay, I would have okay, went okay. red
0: hot chili peppers. Got it.
2: Okay. Um next round, Californication versus MGMT Kids.
0: We'll start with Stone. See, I don't love
4: californication.
0: Mm. So I'm 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 going to go MGMT this one. Ooh. Yeah, I'm going to go MGMT this one. All right.
2: Yeah. This is, this is why we play the game maybe.
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's interesting.
3: Nick. Uh, I'm uh, MGMT also. I think californication and I just it's funny that you picked this cuz I just recently did like a deep dive on chili peppers. Because I was like, my, my biggest question were, are Chili Peppers as good as I think they are? Are they? Sure. <laughs>
4: <laughs> like, they're good,
3: obviously. Like, that's not really the question. It's really just like... Are they overrated? Yeah. And I, for me personally, I can't speak for the general public or like anybody else, but like, like, they're not quite like the most original band in the world. Like, people have there's other bands that have done what Chili Peppers did before Chili Peppers,
4: sure.
3: obviously didn't get the recognition. But like, yeah.
0: What's your opinion? What's your opinion on Lenny Kravitz?
3: I love Lenny Kravitz.
0: See, I kind—I feel like the Chili Peppers and Lenny Kravitz, uh, their trajectory was similar in that, like, their early work was so good
4: mm-hmm.
0: and um, and and perfect for that time like whenever those albums came out and then as, as they got deeper, they just kind of started making music for Toyota commercials.
3: Right. That's, and that's what I was going to get to. Like that's a fair assessment to make even on Lenny Kravitz. Cause mm-hmm. I only rec- like in 2019 gave Lenny's first album like a full listen. And I was like, okay, Lenny's deeper than I thought he was, but also this is his first album. So like after that, also, it's all. also like, I, said-
0: I'm, I think he played every instrument on that, on that album, with the yeah. exception of maybe one or two. Mm. And, yeah, and He's this, a
3: multi-instrumentalist. And
0: the, yeah. And the guy that produced the record with him or engineered it with him uh, played some of the instruments. Yeah. That guy's a monster, but yeah. It's I, just I not
3: like- at all what I thought he was going to sound like, like more Beatles. I expected it to be a little more hard rock, but it's really melodic. Um. Anyways, getting off, but like Chili Peppers, no, like fleas a beast. Don't get me wrong. And uh, I'm an idiot for forgetting the lead's uh, name. Anthony Kiedis. Anthony, Anthony he's, Kiedis. He's seeing yeah. his ass off. But after a while, we're kind of listening to the same song about the same thing. They have like three subject matters. Mm-hmm. And they ain't never left. California. Damn, it's kind of the same thing for a lot of albums.
0: I fair wonder. Fairfax High for Life.
3: Yeah. yeah. I it's wonder... just fairfax. It's just living yeah. on fairfax. Gallop, mm-hmm. That's
2: that's their whole thing. What was their answer to? Because they had to feel like they were a one trick pony at one time. And I feel like maybe uh, under
0: the
3: bridge was under a different the version of them. Under the bridge. Uh, yeah, they
0: they were like they were kind of like more punk rock before they went they went they went commercial. I don't want to say pop because that that blood blood sugar section. Oh no, uh, what came out before? blood sugar, sex, magic, whatever it was, they were, they were like a little bit more edgy and like punk rock harder
3: or whatever. Yeah.
0: Um, and then, you know, they, they kind of, uh, the people found them or they found the people, whichever, whichever, however they thought about it. Um, so yeah, I don't, uh, I
3: don't know. And they, al- know? they always had a different guitar player. That's their thing too. Yeah. Well, they I met think-
2: for Shanti for a while. And then he went his
0: own way. I don't then, think that was by design. I think that was not a necessity because yeah. Shanti was just like a fucking mess, from what I understand.
3: Yeah. So yeah. I think that kind of plays a role in like the music. Yeah, maybe. Uh-huh. Yeah. Travis- and then Will
0: Fer- Will Ferrell plays the drums for them, so that's cool. Will yeah, Ferrell on he's
2: the drums.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Yo, what a fucking weird timeline! Seeing those two drumming together, I saw that on one of the late night shows, and I was just like, "That's uh, too much."
0: Nah. it's 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 an overdose like it's an overdose of stimulation it's just a lot yeah <sighs> it's crazy what's what's uh, your pick
1: uh yeah Trav. mgmt
0: cool.
1: yeah we're gonna sweep that that's a song i love that song
2: yeah that's uh let me see if i can get this
1: to load here yeah this and, is and every hip-hop
3: artist decide- oh yeah i remember that
2: fucking bizarre man
3: like, it's crazy. I didn't even realize it till that episode also. Like, oh yeah. shit. Yeah.
2: Um yo, know, I would go with you on on uh MGMT on that because honestly, that was like such a quintessential, I know we talk about Bloghouse in that era.
4: Ew.
2: Um that was just a go-to, you know. Yeah. Yeah. A fucking go-to. Um So, let's go to round 3 here. Uh Red Hot Chili Peppers can't stop. Or MGMT electric feel. Let's start with Stone.
0: I mean, you could have said uh, any song, and I probably am going to pick Can't Stop over anything. Such a banger.
4: I think you I, play I, that?
0: I, I still play it. Yeah. Yeah.
4: yeah
0: I, I used yeah. to play that on wax. I have a 45 of it Ooh. because I couldn't find it anywhere. And I glued it onto a 12 inch just so I could play it. Like, such a banger. <laughs> such a banger. Yes, I... I have so oh. many 45s that are probably worth serious dough and they're super rare just glued onto
3: a 12 inch because
0: <laughs> carrying a 45 that's so sick. <laughs> that was not my not my situation <laughs> back then.
3: Uh, that's so funny. I was just talking to King Most about that. He's like during that time nobody wanted 45s. Now no, it's, it was, everybody it was wants like a fucking 45. nuisance. <laughs> oh. Uh Nick um I'm going with chili peppers can't what? stop i now i think because of that thing i did i'm like i'm never listening i'm probably not i'm good on the chili peppers for a long time but can't stop is one of like if you had to show an alien what the chili peppers sound like sound like that's what it is
0: yeah i think, oh, for sure. I, think I think we put it on like two different
3: mixtapes in mm. fact like was, that's how I, much you guys played it um who else uh spider played it a lot yeah it's
0: a it's a it's a that's a big song, and then when it comes in, like after the buildup, it comes in. Like, white bitches go fucking bonkers for that song? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah,
4: percent. <laughs>
3: yeah. Oh yeah. It's a punk before a punk. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Absolutely.
1: Uh, Trav. Chili Peppers, man. This one, this one had a, uh, this one had a hip hop feel to me. When when I first bit. heard it, you know, That's fleet. um, yeah, Flea, and, and the way that the way that he was singing the song, it's very very um.
4: Oh, yeah, I guess early like, like,
1: yeah, it's kind of early like Ty Dollar Sign style, right? Everybody right. calls Ty Dollar Sign a rapper, but he's really a singer. But it's yeah. just the way that he's singing it, he's singing it in a, in a cadence of a rapper.
3: I could see that because that's this is like early rap rock. Mm-hmm. This is what got, I think, Chili Peppers. Like, I mean, that's with that LL Cool J song. What was that song with LL Cool J and that, Chili that video,
1: that cartoon video?
3: Oh, yeah, that was um, ro- not roller coaster, was it? it might
1: have been roller coaster. I no, I'm thinking uh, Davis Cool J was on one song with them. I don't know. I can't think.
0: I don't even know what fucking song that is. Yeah, I don't know. You'll have to do a number uh, crunch on that.
1: Oh, Cool
0: J and Chili Peppers? I have
3: no clue. So, yeah, this is like early rap rock stuff and I think that's why Chili Peppers were like Mhm. Oh, sought after like it was cool enough for hip hop people but like white people obviously were eating it up. It was sick. Chili Peppers. Sick.
0: It, it was like a good BPM. I think it's like you know ninety six or ninety eight, and like everything was popping around hundred back then. So you're mixing it with everything. Yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a banger.
3: It's, it's a, a no banger. brainer. It's sick.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, okay. I'm getting my I'm, I'm getting my videos mixed up. So the video that I was thinking about was I make my own rules.
3: <coughs> no
1: idea.
4: I don't know. Yeah. Hot yeah. Chili Peppers and LL. Hmm. Yeah. Oh. What year that
1: you
3: Duh. You remember it? Everybody loved it. <laughs> <laughs> this, was, this was 97. 97? Damn, Jesus. that's like peak. You feel like I, we should all know? Yeah.
0: Well, it's like end of it's Ooh, the end. But right I have to revisit that one. Yeah, we got to peak. My my all right, yeah, I don't know that.
2: Yeah. All right. I don't know. Um, I'm, I'm the outcast on that one. I would have gone with electric feel. Uh, but that, again, I, that was one that I was playing in every single DJ set mm-hmm. every night in 2009 and 10. Mm-hmm. Uh, four, gentlemen, Round 4, Snow, Heyo, versus MGMT, Time to Pretend. Let's start with Stone.
0: Oh. Man, I'm going to go MGMT again. <laughs> I'm going to oh, go yeah. MGMT again. Yeah. This is, this is why we play the game. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised. I'm actually surprised.
1: well You came in super of... hot. He came yeah, in super
0: hot, by the way. I was like, I mean, I'm I'm split down the middle right now. Like it's not even it can go any way.
1: It can,
3: <laughs> it can go any way.
2: Oh, I love it. Wait till the lightning round.
3: <laughs> oh god. Uh Neek. Uh, MGMT.
2: Yeah.
1: Travis. Hey, MGMT, man. Snow kind of
2: sucks, right? It Can we sucks, all agree bro. on that? It?
0: Yeah, it's not it's not their best foot forward. No. And to see that at number 4 on songs, Spotify like that.
1: This is
3: this is it's like the bad version of Can't Stop. <laughs> like, yeah. <this laughs> you is... play
1: it right after and you're like well, yeah.
0: some 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 of your episodes when you go through the top 5 on Spotify I'm like what the fuck is happening at Spotify? Like yeah. what kind of fucking hokey doke jerk shit it's happening yeah. in Sweden or wherever the fuck they're based out of. That like these This like, is the non-therapy the
2: stone that we
1: want.
0: Yeah, we love yeah, it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we love it. It's
0: About slowly bubbling. Spotify, up. Start yelling at them. What are you doing over there?
3: Frisbee <laughs> <laughs> your phone out the window. You're,
1: you're
0: fucking up the podcast.
2: <laughs> uh round five, gentlemen, other side versus
1: MGMT when you die. Oh. Other side, come on. Yeah, you sweep it.
4: Yeah. can we sweep yeah. it? i mop on, MGMT. on it. Oh, Nick's gonna do it.
3: it's yeah. M- California. Occasion and the other side are the same song to me. Dang, let me go ahead and break this broom down, man. Come on. That's all. I was really excited. That's all. I, I just,
4: I, I which guess is, is a like, better
0: song?
3: I, yeah, I guess we're just choosing this song. I'm still going. Mgmt. <laughs> Wait a minute, have you heard this MGMT song? Uh, I have. You're going to laugh, but I have all their albums. <laughs> oh, okay. Fair That's fair. <laughs> That's I'm not surprised. Look, like, look I'm, behind I'm, you. I like them. <laughs> uh, songs
2: we thought Red Hot Chili Peppers would have on here. I'll start with Give It Away. Yeah. yeah.
1: Where
0: was that? Off the give rip. Off the rip. Give It Away. Uh, under the Roller coaster. Roller coaster. Roller Coaster. Yep. Uh, by, by, uh, there's like Bye, 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 Bye. Uh, by your side, or yeah, uh, what is it? Something like that. Uh, by by the way, by the way, by the way, yeah. Yep. Scar scar tissue, I think, is another one. Scar scar tissue. Tissue. Yes, there's a gang of bangers. It's just like, what what are you doing in Sweden? Spotify. Yeah,
3: yeah. yeah. Shout and
0: shout out to that Spotify sponsorship,
3: by the way. Chili Peppers have so many hits. Yes, yeah, and that's these. one thing. Like, like they got a lot of songs that people know yeah that they is really one do thing.
2: yeah there's it's just endless bangers for a long time for they started in what like 87 88 maybe like, yeah
3: late i mean yeah, yeah. yeah late 80s like another were...
0: band that's like that is sugar ray
1: Yo. Oh, yeah
3: yes i, I the w- easy to make fun of but like <laughs> a lot of hits for a long for like almost a decade and they think I... it's just mark mcgrath
0: yeah i was uh I, I was always, obviously, we're always aware of Sugar Ray, but you don't really know, you don't understand their impact. I went to go see them at House of Blues because Homicide was like, come, come hang out. And I was just like, that's a hit, that's a hit, that's a hit, that's a hit. And it was like fucking two hours of like, just, just bang. not like, oh, this is a good song. Bonafide fucking hit. Like, yeah. everyone knows the song. Yeah, and I, and I walked out of there I was just like oh my god these guys have so Many fucking hits it's bananas And now it's that really it's bananas. like
3: Seasoned it's been time It's aged they're kind of cool Like they're not bad like mm, they're yeah. cool yeah. songs Yeah mm-hmm. Like it's, once It's you pop get rid of, music it's pop rock Once you get pop, out of yeah. like, like the annoying I hear it on the radio every day And it's on a fucking Shrek movie Or whatever like mm, Once you <laughs> get past all that and that's all Not a variable anymore They're kind of cool songs
0: yeah, it's just music at that yeah. point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
3: they're kind of like Avalanche, like they use samples and instruments,
4: like
0: yeah. Avalanche, they had yeah. fucking Super Cat on a record, like yeah, fresh. Like,
3: They're they're cool. Yeah, it's yeah. really cool. Like granted, it's very much manufactured um, pop music, but it's cool. Like it's very it's- polished, it's- but yeah. and that's another
0: band that was like a punk rock band
3: before they
0: did whatever they did with yeah with the that one record
1: uh would no doubt fit it fit in that category too? i was just gonna say no doubt for no. sure i've been I a think, lot of
0: no doubt i think Early. no doubt was always like that like orange county Scott. kind of punk rock mm-hmm. ska band mm-hmm. and the, the, they only got away from that because the the type of producers they were working with were like gotcha. oh I, I make this kind of music and that's the music that they went with, just because of the
3: producer they were mm. working with. Yeah, because um, Kingdom they, was still very much a punk ska album.
0: Yeah, they, they they still kind of like held on to it for for uh, for a long time. So I mean, I don't know. Are they in any Toyota commercials? I have no idea.
3: I wouldn't doubt it. Gwen was. I
1: feel here. like that. I, I feel Gwen like that Solo, Neptune song. Yeah. What about that Neptune song though?
3: What, and that's what I was going to say. Once, like they got into the two thousand. hella
1: good. Is that a Neptune yeah, song? Yeah, hella good. Hella I guess good. So, that one. Yeah that one once
3: it got into that era that's when pharrell kind of stepped in and they weren't making it wasn't no doubt anymore it was gwen stefani and pharrell right
0: also mm-hmm. does it get to a point where you're like so fucking big and so busy and so famous that you can't even make music anymore and you just rely on other people to make music i, I can hard. see that
4: yeah. Do you
0: know yeah, like know. hey pharrell we're gonna come into the studio for two weeks let's make two songs and get the fuck out of here yeah.
2: yeah, he was probably just sitting on that beat too, and was like, "Here, fucking, yeah, no, take for it. real, yeah."
0: Like- I I I can't even imagine how many like just like shelved beats turned into massive fucking bangers. For I was like, "Oh, what about this one? Or what about this?" Yeah. one? Yeah, just pull it off the shelf. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I like I, I think about what the that clip of Jay Z when he mm-hmm. discovered "Dirt Off Your Shoulder."
4: Yeah,
0: and I passed like, up on potion. T- the potion. up on potion. How do you pass on the potion? And and Timberland played like a half a bar of dirt off your shoulders like whoa let's go back to that yeah. one He's like oh okay uh, and then you play some dirt off your shoulder and it's just lights out it's just game over one of it's the so biggest
2: songs in the last 20 years that's yeah. fucking crazy uh i would have never passed on
1: the potion
0: i thought luda did great though
1: i did too yeah maybe
0: jay-z doesn't ride on that song as good as luda does who knows that's true you, yeah, ne- that's true. you never know
1: it is very
3: and true. Then
2: Never, ever, he know. passed on the brandy song too
3: oh yeah too. yeah mm-hmm. you know crazy? I don't even I, even at the time like I, and I'm a jay-z fan I didn't like dirt off your shoulder i did like
0: it's, it's, it's it still gets played for me yeah,
1: yeah. you like, like it's, is, a, it's it. an
3: automatic if you play it you're, it's going off yeah. yeah but I just like just I'm not playing it in my car
1: i love that song like here's
3: here's a hot
2: take man here's here's a hot take I thought 99 Problems was not as good as you would expect from Rick Rubin and Jay-Z together. Um, Mm,
1: Not so much hot take.
3: It sounds like a Rick
1: Because Rick Rubin isn't a
3: producer the way that we think of a producer, though. Right. Make the beat. That is fair. But if if Rick Rubin made beats, to me, that's what it would sound like. That's the type of sample I I would expect him to use. Mm -hmm. So that's rick rubin isn't a producer in the way that we see sure them today he's a producer in the way that like quincy jones did like
0: yeah i'll i can't uh, i can get behind that because i can't even think of the last time i played 99 problems so
3: i don't think anybody liked 99 problems as much as we were told they did uh me i yeah per- again that, like because personally second, in the, the
1: car verse for me Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, I thought it was it's great. Just going but back, like, back I don't think anybody
3: in the club really like fucked with it like that. Yeah, yeah. I think
0: it probably just because it was new and popular, and Jay Z was r- running the world. Yeah, yeah,
3: it's it not just, like a. Like, sexy song. Oh, we have to song. like this.
4: Yeah.
1: Oh no, it's not a sexy song at all. Yeah. But it's, it's kind of unpolished.
3: It's not it's as kind of like,
1: yeah.
3: Yeah, it's, it's 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 just a peak song, I guess. It, it should have. It's cool.
2: But it I it don't works. know if it's the club it works. Song there or, was 12 oh, there was 12 better songs on that album. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. For sure. Uh yeah. I would put a lure above that. Oh, uh, any day. But I yep. mean, yeah. Any day. You know. Um, gentlemen, let's get into the lightning round. Stone, these questions are only for you. You pick one, the other you have to delete from your Serato for the rest of your
0: life. I don't Starting... actually have to delete it, right?
2: No, you do. No, 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 you do. And you have to show <laughs> yes. us.
4: Uh,
2: let's start with uh a couple of weeks ago. Main source or gangstar?
0: I'm gonna go gang star.
2: Okay. Mace or Drew Hill?
0: Oh, Mace all day. My favorite okay. jiggy rapper. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Ashanti or Sierra?
0: I'm gonna. I'm gonna go Sierra.
2: Diana Ross or Donna Summer.
0: Diana Ross. Little Kim or Foxy Brown. Little Kim. Lauren Hill or Shaka Khan. Oh, Shaka Khan. Who's Lauren Hill? What? What are you talking <laughs> about? <laughs> I mean, when you're like you can't. There's there's it's it isn't even a question, right? Shaka Khan against her, like Shaka Khan all day.
2: Listen, that's what you said about the Red Hot Chili Peppers. That is too. very true. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh <laughs> Method Man or Red Man? Oh man, both. Uh, can I have both? Can nope. I have them as a duo? Especially
2: no. the way you acted about the last one. Absolutely not. <laughs> uh,
0: no, it, it's, it's going to be Red Man. He's on my Mount Rushmore rappers. Oh okay. wow. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Can we Actually, hear them, Mount
1: Rushmore? Yeah, let's hear that. Yep.
0: Um, I mean, it's gonna, it's, it's, it. it it evolves. Redman's always on the Mount Rushmore. It's gonna be Redman, uh, Slick Rick, uh, 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 Nas, um, Rakim, and um, I can't cool. really. I, I can't really. I don't have a fifth well, right now. Oh no, Heavy D. Mount heavy D. Heavy D and oh. Redman are always on. our staples. Heavy D always. Yeah, yes, that's cool. I like heavy the Heavy D, D inclusion. Heavy, yes. heavy, heavy D. Heavy R. like D. if you if you listen to to what like what he's like he's just he's so versatile and yes his i mean his raps like as corny as they appear on the surface like they're just so dope they're so dope
3: i i I have this theory i have this thing where i say a heavy d is is early drake oh yeah that is fair that is fair image yep like overweight lover Overweight, He's the over-weight lover. lover. Certified lover yeah. boy. Yes. It's the same. It's the same image. Yeah, absolutely. Like making like pretty uh sing songgy yeah. songs that women like, but like dudes can still get with. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. D. yeah, I was
0: I was resistant for uh, of Drake for a long time. And then I finally gave in. I was like, this guy can't stop. Like it just it just <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Like That's I how me was on, too, right? Yeah. I really I can't hate on him. Like, I cannot. There are a couple of joints. I was like, oh, this is good, but fuck Drake. And like I still played it or whatever. Like, every girl was like such a banger for me. Um, but uh, but yeah, I just find one day I was just like, and I don't remember what it was. Something came out, and I was just like, I get it. I fucking get it, Drake man. <laughs> I get it.
3: I literally had the same experience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think right.
0: everyone did.
2: It was it was I, the I, same with uh, with Skrillex. There was a lot of Skrillex backlash for a long time in the dance community, and then he just kept putting shit out and putting shit out, and you were getting bombarded, beat over the head with it, and you're like, if you can't beat him, you know. I, I, don't, I don't
0: think I don't think I was beat into submission. I just think I realized like his offering is so diverse, and they're they're, they're just fucking good, man. Mm-hmm. Like they're just fucking good yeah um and that was it it was just yeah i, I ride for I drake
3: really wanted to I love rock it. with drake in the beginning and couldn't oh. i tried because there was all this talk because he was using like little brother like ninth wonder mm-hmm. beats and mm-hmm. I, he was talked about how not, he thought little brother was the illest so i was like okay this kid like in all his interviews like says he likes the same things i like and i'll listen to his mixtapes and be like what is he doing to these like perfect songs like i hate this this can't be the result of the same fandom as me so i just couldn't get with it and then i don't know i think just recently i was just like fuck some of it's good it is what it is like it's just i can't be the person who's like unbiasedly will listen to pop music and be like okay i get it and then not like like not appreciate drake so
4: right
0: yeah you're you're still a little resistant i'm like full full fan i'm like fan of- <laughs> <laughs> like, like i'll i'll drive to drive to his house in calabasas and try to hang out with him. Like I'm, I'm all i'm all in on drake <laughs> drake it's me <laughs> yeah
2: hey, man. Uh, let's go with this one Belbiv devoe or guy Belbiv devoe for sure
0: um they're just too important to my youth
2: fair fair
0: egyptian lover or the whispers oh the whispers
4: okay yeah
2: Uh, (laughs) i forgot about
0: that one (laughs) yeah ti or ray shremard um i'm i'm gonna go with ti but reluctantly because in the recent discussions of no one can go up against jay-z in a versus Someone was like, "Oh, but what about Ti?" And I was just like, "What the fuck planet do you live on? What do you mean?" Of all people, yeah, I'm gonna go with Ti. I I don't even think Wayne has a shot. Like, there's just no way.
3: I don't either. But a lot, he's every. That's the one everybody says. I guess he's close. He had a really good run, but
0: you could pick one song from every Jay Z album and crush anyone. Like, just pick one, any one song. Not any one song. Obviously, you have to be strategic, but yeah it's uh the the guy cannot be faded
3: i think wayne's the closest but like i don't personally have it like i'm not i'm a jay-z guy
2: yeah is it kind of crazy that people were comparing Nas and jay-z for so long no wait no because wait okay because Nas got fucking lapped as his career continued
0: oh yeah but i i think it was more from like a lyricist standpoint yeah i don't think they were i think that the 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 lay person was probably comparing like album to album and it's like well look how many hits jay-z has versus versus nas and it's like well that's not what we're talking about we're talking about who's
3: the better lyricist battle yeah head to head Um, so yeah like just some rap shit would that even be close though if it was some rap just purely on some rap shit, Jay Z and Nas, absolutely. That's yeah, yeah, song? yeah.
0: Super close. I mean, they. it yeah. might, it might, you might not even be able to declare a winner. It would just go because... on for, for eternity. Cause
3: I'm like,
1: I'm going to say it. Oh boy. I kind of feel Ether over TakeOver, but I love TakeOver. Yeah. I can't, I well, can't yeah. really stand yeah. fully behind it though, but yeah.
3: Yeah. I think I Ether mean, I, is I, like the greatest I, diss track ever. It was yeah. great. I, think, I, I, think I, think think I love good TakeOver. Good job. Yeah it's that and like the bridge is over.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and then, and then Crimea River
1: also. Oh, what about no Vaseline? Hey, hey, yes. No, no Vaseline, Crimea. thank you. <laughs> great. Thank you um, on Crimea River. Hold on, hold on. Thank Crimea you on River. Crimea River. <laughs> thank you, <laughs> because yeah, I no was riding no one... hard on Crimea River and these boys are, Come on, y'all! Why, why, can't, why, why, Crimea River? He's a because I, no. I, I didn't know.
3: Was that context. my that
1: was my stance? I don't think that was my stance. Everybody's stance. Everybody got on me about Crimea River.
3: Well, because it, you were like good on him, like I'm he, always good like he, he like overcame some sort of hurdle. Like <laughs> he did. <laughs> You saw the video. Br- Britney Spears didn't fucking make a diss track about Justin Timberlake. Nick, Nick, really you're talking to. to a man that was at the Man in the
0: Woods concert. I was We're in the line, on, bro. I was We're in the woods. Justin Timberlake. Justin Timberlake made a song about heartbreak. He just so happened to give details about his relationship with the previous woman. That's all it was. It was just a heartbreak song.
3: Yeah, that's, that's like. You that's guys it. are
2: all taking it out of context. It's just simply
0: <laughs> a heartbreak song. That's it. <laughs> now, the video, on the other hand... The
3: video, yeah. That's, a- <laughs> <laughs> that's a diss video. Driving yeah. the point
2: home. Um, we do have to get through this lightning round. Yeah, now, sorry. So you know we're gonna, uh, Stone, Kendrick Lamar or Kenny Loggins? Kenny Loggins. Okay. okay. Uh, Roots or N-E-R-D? Roots. Okay. Um, Queen or David Bowie? uh I'm
0: gonna say Queen.
2: Okay, Jay Z or Bruce
0: Springsteen? <laughs> what a weird one, Jay Z.
2: <laughs> okay, wanted to see wanted to see if anyone could dethrone Jay Z today. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, Timberlake or Usher? Oh, God. <laughs> oh. This is oh. a true bottle service I DJ question I right here. I
4: love it. I love it.
2: <laughs> Who's made you more money? So many good
0: Usher songs on that first album.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, or second album. Let's go second album. My way is sick. My way is sick.
0: I want to go. I'm going to go Timberlake. Okay. Go Timberlake. Yeah.
1: Okay. It's because of the man in the woods. Let's go. Keep it moving. No, oh, it's keep not. moving. Keep it moving. Keep it
4: moving.
2: Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> quickly
4: Quickly, quickly, All
2: right. Three more and then we'll end the exit. We'll end the lightning round here. The exit round. Uh Sade or Aliyah?
0: Sade. Earth, Wind, and Fire or Sheik. Sheik. Oh my god. Mm. Sheik and like Sheik adjacent and like chic production. Like, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. Come on.
4: Let's Sheik and out. Jason.
2: Uh, we like to end the lightning round with this question every week. Hall of Notes or Outcast?
0: I heard this once on one of your podcasts and I was very confused by it. And I didn't know that it's, it's a, like a con. I didn't re- recognize that it's a constant. Um, okay, remind me of the rules. I have to delete all of their music. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Yes, you got to delete it from See Surato. how he's buying time. See yeah, how he's buying, you, buying you time gotta, on this question.
3: You got to choose yes. the one you want to keep in your serato and the other one has to go yeah. you can not listen to them ever again.
0: Hollow
1: notes or Andre 3000 and Big Boy?
0: I'm going to get rid of Hollow Notes. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to ride with outcast hey. Wow. Yeah. That's a that's a that's a hard one. Yeah. That's a hard one. But in 94 when that outcast record came out, it was so important to like my daily life. Ooh. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I have to ride with outcast.
2: That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. I know that I know that's tearing you up though, as much as you like hollow notes
0: yeah, because hollow Notes is funky fresh too, right? Like Ooh. but if if I have to spend the rest of my life without one of them, I think i I could live without hollow notes That's fair. but I don't Out- I don't like it.
3: Outside of rappers, I think hollow Notes might be rap music's favorite duo. Uh, yeah
0: oh yeah yeah uh there's there's a footage of 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 the outside of like one of the first hall and oates concerts i don't know where it is maybe new york or something and um there's famously a bunch of african-american uh women who are like oh i didn't even know they're white i thought they're black dudes."
4: Which <laughs> that's so tight. tells
0: you all you need to know about Holland Oates,
3: like <laughs> That's Uh-oh. so sick. Put Bobby,
0: <laughs> put Bobby Caldwell right up
1: there. With oh, yeah. Him too. Right there. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Bobby and Michael McDonald, up for even, even though they, even though I think black women knew Michael McDonald was white, they're like, oh, no, he black.
3: Yeah. 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 We yeah. were you know? st- they were st- we, everybody was still cool with uh, Michael yeah. McDonald.
1: Yeah. Rick, a- <laughs> Rick Astley. That was one. Yeah. A lot of people thought he was black too. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, yeah, I only probably. know Never Gonna Give You Up. Yeah. yeah. Well, you just saw the, you saw the video first, huh?
3: No, I mean, I guess I grew up with the song, like, playing in my life. I thought it was cool, like, as a kid. But then, like, Rickrolling happened, and I was like, get this out of my life.
2: You have to imagine, though, at that time, we didn't have, there was no streaming or anything. Right. So people heard that song, and they bought the fucking album and had to sit through a whole Rick Astley
3: album. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Yo, that's crazy. I don't even know what that... Uh-huh. I've Never heard that whole album. I never, yeah.
2: never heard that album. I couldn't even tell you no, what the cover no, looks like. It too
3: sexy for my shirt, and never gonna give you up. I think open with very similar drum rolls. Do they really? <laughs> and so every time I got Rickrolled, I always don't tell too Stone sexy this. This is going on the new come
0: mix. No, I would I would never put that
3: song on on a mixtape. So I would Rickroll too, too myself because I thought Too Sexy was coming on i was like oh not to." oh that's funny <laughs> that's, that's oh my god. god i do have
0: i do have a really good justin timberlake writes at fred mix though so, but well, we, whatever with Let's cry me talk about cry
2: me a river and two no it's it's
0: it's <laughs> uh it's with my love
2: okay oh yes yes yeah, yeah uh i do want to talk about some dj shit uh since we have okay. you here stone okay. um you have navigated this shit show, fiery shit show of DJing and bottle service for a very, very long time. So I want to kind of talk through the years, the decades of you doing this uh, from the beginning
0: until currently. Okay. How did it start? Um, God, the story used to be. Uh, the story used to be. And this is how I remembered it for a long time. Um, my dad, my parents are divorced. So I'd see my dad, I think every other weekend or something like that. And part of the the weekend was we go to Blockbuster and he rents a movie he wants me to see. And I rent the movie that I want him to see. Oh,
1: dope.
4: So
0: my mom wouldn't let me watch Juice. So I rented it because my dad had no fucking idea what it was. And when I juice. watched it, I was like, oh, that's what I want to be doing. I want to be doing yes. that thing. Um, but the, the, the actual Genesis of DJing, um, I grew up with a friend of mine, whose dad was a, he's a pretty prominent jazz musician and he had records obviously and turntables and we listened to hip hop music. And we knew that this tool made the, some of the sounds on these records. We just didn't know how to do it. Mm -hmm. So we were fucking around trying to do that. And I think with that. Plus juice, I was like, "Oh, that's what they're doing." Mm. I think that's that. That was the connective, the 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 moment of like connection. Mm. And then I went and got turntables and started DJing and figured it out. Let me ask you this: What year was that? Um, I got my turntables in 1992, Mm. December 1992.
1: Now was it was it the scene of him putting on those gloves?
0: No, it it was it was no, it was him. Me. no it was it was it was identifying the like realizing that when he does this to the record Uh it's making that sound so i was Uh like oh that's the sound that's the fucking that's it um and then and i mean this predates any internet shit or anything like that so like how do you find out about djs right so i would have to watch these hip-hop videos and instead of watching the guys in the front i was watching the guy in the back Uh And seeing what that guy's up to. Um, And then I kind of was like, okay, I think I want to try. I don't know what it is. I still don't know what it is. I'm still not 100% sure what it is, but I want to try this thing. Um, And that was, that was it. That's so tight. Yeah. Yeah.
2: What was your first big break as far as that goes?
0: um, So, I mean, this is, I was a freshman in high school. Um, So the first time I actually DJed outside of my house, was uh in high school there was this kid who's all of his older cousins he's a mexican kid all of his older cousins and uncles were all djs like there was like six djs in the family and he's like yo i'm having a party at my house come by bring some records and we're gonna dj and i ended up doing zero djing because these guys were playing the freshest music i'd never heard in my life
4: Mm
0: -hmm. uh like all like the og like mexican la shit and uh, I might have done a little bit of DJing, um, but that was like the first time that I was actually exposed to DJing because I was completely self-taught before that. So unless you came to my house after school or on the weekends, you didn't know that I had two turntables and a, a bunch of records because it wasn't like, oh, I'm a DJ. Like I didn't, I didn't identify as a DJ. Just right. something I did in my downtime. Um, so this dude knew I had records that come play. Um, so that was the first, my first exposure. And then after that, I think the first time I actually DJed, uh, for people was at the, this nightclub called the Roxbury, Mm -hmm. uh, which is based off the movie, uh, night at the Roxbury. Um, and DJ cool whip who had no business ever even giving me this shot, but we had a mutual friend and he was like, yeah, come by and play some records. Like whatever. I got co-signed by DJ Five Star, who's his dad's a family friend, and and I went to his house and we fuck around a little bit. And cool, was like, yeah, come by, come play some records. And I, 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 I came up with this set that I wanted to do that was like, like a weird East Coast West Coast like Who Done It Better uh, <laughs> set. which was like the opposite of what needed to happen because this was just like people who wanted to fucking party so i'm playing like uh uh get money into like the Pac one where he rides over get money and then like uh (laughs) uh, new york new york uh, over la la like the cnn shit like just just like not what was supposed to happen but cool whip was gracious and generous and he was like yeah that was cool man and that was the first time i dj'd in a nightclub and after I did what I did and I paid attention to what he did afterwards, I was like, Oh yeah, I did not do what it was supposed to happen. That, was, that, that wasn't it. Uh, and yeah, and then after that, it was just like, you know, pick up a little gig here, pick up a little gig there. And then, uh, yeah, and then that was, we are here. I'm on a podcast. How'd you nah. hook up with Graham? Um, Graham and I fell in love 2000. 3 2004 because we were all still on wax at the time. I got on serato April 25th 2005 and I only know that because the songs at the end of my iTunes are April 25th 2005. <laughs> um uh so it had to be 03, 04 We got connected uh through a guy who is is uh we don't talk to anymore and uh, we both were just kind of like, oh, we have similar interests and our philosophy on DJing is, is the same. And we're both into, you know, fresh shit. And, and we just kind of forged a friendship from there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we, 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 we did the first DJ crew, which didn't work out the Ape Froman Showman. And then um, that was with a bunch of people. And then, uh, and then we started the captains of industry because we were always the fucking coolest guys anyways. And that's where we're at now mm-hmm. caps caps, poor Vita. I love it. Yeah. That that kind of
2: predate. So when you started DJing, that predated like bottle service and the cheese ball whole experience and all that. Yeah. yeah. At that point, when bottle service started to become a thing, the rates went up, right? Because I know out in LA and everything, AM was kind of raising the rates, right?
0: K- kinda. It was. It was uh, a lot of things happened around the same time that um, that drove rates up. Like before, you know. I'd get a hundred bucks a night, 50 bucks a night. If I got 200 bucks a night, it was like fucking balling. Mm-hmm. um And, you know, if you're, this is late nineties, early two thousands. If you're making 200 bucks, three, four nights a week, that's big money back then. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was bottle service. There was Serato, there was people, DJs leaving town. Like leaving LA, leaving New York, um, which helped one, helped your rate go up because I would have to say, I can't do your party for X dollars because I'm going to San Diego or I'm going to San Francisco for Y dollars. And Mm -hmm. it just doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. So if someone's like, Well, I want you to play every Saturday, that would drive the money up. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, um, and then AM, obviously. he he started making he he was driving the rates up before before bottle service like fully got a grasp of nightlife Mm. because he was you know with nicole richie and super fucking famous Mm -hmm. so he (coughs) he he would he would be like i need a thousand bucks a night which at the time was fucking unheard of and they'd say well we can't do it who else you got and then he'd say, well, you can call Stone. You can call whoever you can call whoever. And then I'd go from two, three. Well, I was probably making 500, four or 500 a night at that point. They wouldn't pay the thousand, but they'd pay seven. So now I'm getting seven Ooh. to do something I would have happily done for four or 500. Right. Mm-hmm. And as the calendars, as the, the week is stacked, if someone's like, yo, I want you to come do the new club on Saturday. Well, I'm making 700 here. Like, what are you going to What do I, what are you going to give me to go to leave? Like this money is guaranteed. Your club could be closed in 30 days. Mm -hmm. And then that's that all those things kind of added to the, to the rate. Um, Obviously AM was a a massive, uh, massive part of it, but yeah. Bottle service, when bottle service came around, now you can justify paying someone a thousand bucks a night. Mm -hmm. Whereas the only reason why AM was asking for a thousand bucks, 1500 bucks was because he was famous. Mm-hmm. but once once they started selling bottles, then then the nightclub could afford to pay those those rates for whoever whoever uh, was worthy of those rates mm-hmm.
2: Did you have management at that time, or were you navigating this
0: by yourself? Um, Graham and I started our own management company. so, uh, and that was out of necessity because we were so busy and we were giving gigs to so many of our homies that we were like, well, I let's like get a little bit back and like, Mm -hmm. let's, let's control this a little bit. So, uh, when we started the captains of industry, we also started the Koi pond, COI pond, which, which, uh, we had, I mean, I think we, I, I, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure we, we, uh, put Ross one on, Mm. um, Graham met him out in Miami. And we, we, we were the first management company that he was under. Um, we had Adam 12, we had white shadow. Um we had Bobby French, we had Marshall Barnes, we had uh Evil One,
1: we Shout had
0: out. uh a Scout. No, we didn't have Scout. Um can't think of who else was on there. But yeah, we 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 put on a lot of guys mm-hmm. um that maybe would have gotten put on eventually, but we were the first first at it. And then um after after a few years of that. Graham and I were spending too much time on helping other people get gigs that the captain's suffered. So we left, we had a third partner, partner, and we basically gave it to her and said, here, you take the management company, we're out. We went to Dexstar, and we had a six-month minimum uh, uh, commitment to them, and we fired them on six months and one days. So uh, that's that's what i all i'll say about that
2: (laughs) (laughs) damn damn yeah Yeah. uh was vegas in play at that time or was that before
0: vegas was vegas was in play so my first vegas gig uh was a pool party at the palms i was on wax so it had to be oh four um No, rehab was Not at rehab, hard rock.
3: That's hard rock. Uh yeah. palms was ditch.
0: It they didn't have ditch yet. It was just a party. It was just uh, like okay. a DJ at the pool.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Um,
0: <laughs> but I was on Wax and uh a DJ ROB, who was the music director there, shout out to ROB, like the guy's the best. Um, he was like, I knew that uh I knew that I was gonna be hiring you for more gigs when one, I saw you roll up with four crates of records to a fucking Vegas pool party. And two <laughs> when your first record was Frankie Lyman and the boys uh why do fools fall in love I was like that, I didn't have to hear anything else <laughs> because I I had no point of reference to like what happens in Vegas because I uh, didn't okay. go to, I didn't go to Vegas I didn't really go out so I didn't and I don't know that at the time there was like a Vegas sound Count, uh-huh. but it was definitely you know play popular music because that's these people, you're playing for the lowest common denominator. And I'm like, cool LA guy who's playing for fucking celebrities or whatever. And I'm like, I'm gonna just do my fucking thing. And if they like it, great. If they don't, they can suck my dick. I'll go home and make the same money anyways. And it ended up working out. So um, Vegas was in play at this time. I don't think, Graham had his 40 deuce residency around then also because he was still on wax he bought two sets of like basically the main main set music uh-huh. he would buy two different two sets so one he'd leave in vegas and one he mm. had in la um rather than schlepping back and forth and then right. he'd have like the one crate that he'd fill for for whatever filler stuff um Jeez. so he he was the first one of us him and i to right. get a residency in vegas through 40 deuce and then the Palms. Um, i play at the Pawn at Rain every now and then, and then they opened the new tower, and they were like, you know, Graham plays at Playboy, Stone plays at Moon, and then, yeah, that was all she wrote after that.
1: Now, when um, when, when were you guys hired together as captains of the industry during this time? Uh,
0: it, it didn't really start happening until a few years of us, like, branding ourselves. Gotcha. Um, it, it was, it was, it was less like this is a business model okay. and more just power in numbers. Like if, if, if he represents one thing and I represent the same thing, that was the idea with the ape from and showman, it was six of us and we were more powerful together than we were on our own. Mm-hmm. And I mean, uh, say what you want, but like the scam takeovers that came from the ape from and showman, because yeah. what we would do is we would contact the nightclub in, let's say, Fucking Kansas City, Missouri, blonde, which was doesn't exist anymore. And we would, they would have a a big party on Sunday nights. So we would call and say, okay, we want to own your Sundays for the year. Ooh. And every week, another DJ would go.
4: Ooh. So they would be,
0: they would. This is when people started importing outside talent to keep the money that was going <laughs> to Vegas or going to LA or going to New York, keep it in their their city. Um. So they would bring in the guys that played in LA, New York, and Vegas or whatever. Uh, to keep keep people there. So I you know Ape From and Showman, me, Vice, 5, Obi 1, Graham, and Cobra. And I mean that was a fucking powerhouse.
3: Damn, um, shout some, out Obi 1.
0: Some people say that that was the first like open format nightlife DJ crew like Powerhouse. And then it ultimately imploded because Ape From and Showman had their management and then three guys, 5, Vice and Obi had Sujet and it, be, it became a problem because we were getting them more money than Sujit was getting. So so Sujit would be like, you guys are fucking up the money. And in reality, he was fucking up the money because we were getting them more money. Right. Right. Um, so, but they, they and we were just like, look, we, this is, this is our, this is our, you know, one year, five year, 10 year plan. If you want to get behind this, great. If not, uh, we totally get it. And they ultimately chose Sujit, which great for Vice, great for Five. Um, I think Obi was living for a long time. Um, I don't even know if he DJs anymore. And mm-hmm. then, um, and yeah, that's it. And then that's how Graham, Graham, base, Graham and I basically took that that model that we wanted to do with the Afroman Showman and just did it with, with the two of us, which is, I think a little bit easier because there's less personalities to deal with. And mm-hmm. him and I really are like a married couple. Like we've never gotten into a fight or an argument about anything. The biggest argument is like, where do we line up the songs on the mixtape? Like is this actually the one or is the one over here? And you know, it's that's like those are the arguments that we have. But uh but yeah, that's that was it. What was the question? I don't remember. Did I answer the question? Yeah, you yeah. answered it. Yeah. <laughs> you okay, did. okay, yeah. Okay, okay. I caught
3: uh I, I used to catch a lot of your guys' sets back when we were at Trist. Uh okay. I bust tables there while you guys had your residency there. Okay. So those parties I, were killer
0: yeah yeah. I mean we uh, at the end of the day like you can you can uh, you can criticize me for whatever you think that I do but at, at the end of the day like nothing I did was ever at the, to the detriment of the of the party or the event um, so yeah I mean I appreciate you saying that
4: yeah
3: I used yeah I how... mean just as a guy there putting <laughs> juice on a table like it was killer I don't <laughs>
0: putting
4: juice on the table <laughs> That's a i used to have you guys'
1: mixtapes um my, my what do you mean boys. used to you don't have them anymore
4: man there's somewhere
1: there's somewhere stored up I don't, I don't i don't i didn't put them on MP. i'm out of here i'm sorry man <laughs> i am sorry this, this is we, over <laughs> yeah. no, you guys you guys uh you guys blew my mind because i was uh i was club promoting at the time in portland and uh of course evil one was my favorite dj I was like yo what the fuck is he doing how is he throwing down like all these different genres and stuff and just making it work and then and then of course uh jamal and amir introduced me to captains of the industry and gave me your guys's mixtape and just like "Yo, watch this video a video you guys are on youtube just partying on boats and stuff and yeah that blew my mind so yeah yeah our that-
0: mixtapes uh thank you that's uh i uh, can't tell you how many uh, hours we've spent on those fucking things and got nothing in return other than kind words like that but uh yeah those mixtapes um uh, with the exception of the first one which makes me cringe but it was also the first time i ever made a mixtape um they we we spend a lot of time on them and we we i think they still hold up because i still i'll listen to them periodically and i'm like man this this fucking thing is re- still really good and it's hard i think it's hard to listen to your own uh projects or mm-hmm. like revisit them and and not have a uh not be uh Crippie. uh not yeah not be critical but like i listen to them like the exception that one fucking snare we missed this is a <laughs> this is a fucking good mixtape man uh yeah, um, yeah mean, they're
2: yeah i think the ditch mixtape is the greatest dj mixtape of all time that's you said a lot, lot of people one not say that. that
0: long ago and it was great
3: yeah, yeah. yeah so a lot good. of
0: people say that and then um Everyone, you could tell a lot about a person without talking to them when they just tell you which one of their mixtapes is is the is their favorite of ours. Cause each one's a little bit different. Um, I think Trabajo three and Trabajo four uh are are similar ish, but like Trabajo two uh is more EDM, you know, Ditch Fridays is its own thing. The yacht rock one is its own thing. Um so yeah, you could tell a lot of obviously a lot of like my old family they're like yeah that that one that one with all that like boating music that one's real good like, like, yeah I figured I figured that's the one you'd like <laughs> what what is your favorite out of all of them
4: yeah
0: oh man it just it depends on on my mood um it really depends i it just it's just uh, ditches di- i i i've been listening to the yacht rock one a lot mm. um I still listen to it. Like I, if I have nothing to listen to,
4: mm-hmm.
0: I'll throw it on like Fuck, this thing's fucking good, man. This thing is really <laughs> yeah. tight.
4: Yeah.
0: Um, uh, but like so, I mean, wh- when I when I when I do listen to them and I think back about like what we went through to make some of these mixes mm-hmm. happen, um there's on, on Uno Ma on no on Nomas, we have uh uh Drake for free. Shout out to Drake. Um and then we have Shock Khan um uh ain't nobody underneath it. Mm. Now the the mix was it's a mix I do live and it sounds fine, but <laughs> we were we were, we kept repeating the drum roll on Shock Khan and there's synth in the drum roll.
4: Mm. And Graham's
0: like, we can't use it. We like we it sounds like shit, like we can't use it. And I agree with him because if you do it in a in a nightclub, it comes and goes, and no one hears it. When it lives in perpetuity and people can revisit it they're going to scrutinize the thing so so i really had to go we had to go find a lindrum that they used to produce the song and recreate wow. i mean if you go back if you go listen to it it's like it's literally just the germ roll at the top of of shaka Kane, nobody and yeah. we had to recreate that to make that mix work for us no one else no one would have noticed it except for us. No one, no one, no one—not one, not one fucking person. That. But that's that's, so that's the kind of shit that we would we would do on these mixtapes just to get the thing tight. Um, yeah, I mean, we replayed a lot of stuff. There's a lot mm-hmm. of stuff, and no one's ever gonna fucking notice. No one's gonna know.
4: Mm-hmm. You would have but never noticed like, that it
3: that it took there's the no way to EQ of... out an instrument. Of course yeah. not. So you just yeah. fucking no. make it. Yeah. You, you can't. You just gotta <laughs> fucking recreate it and yeah that's a true
2: test of a dj because that's something that would keep you up at night and be like you know what we could just do it if we could just do it that way Mm
4: -hmm.
0: that's i mean that's why that first mixtape i don't like to listen to it because there's so much shit that i'm like now we know better we didn't know at the time Mm -hmm. but now we know better and it's like oh it sounds so bad but that first one is a lot of people's favorites and you know i'm not gonna i'm not gonna say oh no it's not a good one yeah, it's it is what it is. I, I didn't know better, and now we know better. Man. At the now height- we put out masterpieces.
2: Oh, absolutely! Yeah, without <laughs> a doubt. Uh, I, 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 say it. I'll say it again. Listen to the Ditch mixtape mm. for everyone listening to this podcast. Go to uh the Captain's Mix Cloud uh, Cloud yeah, and listen to it. It's my favorite mix. I've yeah. worn that thing out multiple times. Um the height of your touring and running and coast to coast and Vegas and all of that how many nights would you say you were on a week
0: um uh, obviously it varied yeah but I will t- I will tell you that there was one summer <clears throat> where uh, it's the summer of nervous breakdown number one where I was I worked 70 something days straight.
4: Whoa. And
0: and uh, I was on a plane. I think it was like I think I was on like 60 flights or something like that, something fucking crazy. And I ended up in I was at the tail end of it right before the nervous breakdown. I was in San Diego. I hired my friend to drive down with me because the next morning at like 6 a.m. I was flying to Kansas City to play and my flight was out of LAX. Don't ask me why I don't know. So I was like, there's no way I'm driving. I'm going to make it driving through the night. So I'm going to, I paid this guy said, come hang out. Don't get drunk. Get your dick sucked. I don't care, but we just got to be at LAX by 5am, by 6am, whatever it was. So I'm playing in San Diego. I'm like just fucking one espresso after another, like no booze. <laughs> and I, 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 I like collapse. I, I fall on the floor and my friend's like, he, he, he Revives me. I don't know what he did. Gave me CPR or whatever. And I was like, "What the fuck happened?" He goes, "I don't know. He just fell." Okay, so I keep DJing. I get to San Diego. Uh, I get to Kansas City the next day. I get rip roaring drunk, which is probably not good. The next morning, I wake up and I'm like, "I'm not leaving Kansas. I'm not getting on another fucking plane. I won't do it." And I canceled everything and I stayed in Kansas City in the hotel room. Did not leave for seven days with the the curtains drawn. What? Like so. Uh, uh, you know, th- uh, at the height of it, I was probably working. I mean, uh, six 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 nights a week. Seven. I mean, there were days that I I would work Friday Friday night in San Francisco, fly into Vegas for a day party, fly out to Arizona Saturday night, fly back to Vegas Sunday for a day party. Like it was fucking bananas. Like mm. it was really insane, insane. Damn. And now, I what- wish that a- upon no one. <laughs>
2: yeah. I was going to ask at what point did you, was that the point where you realized I got to lighten it up or did you keep powering through
0: on that schedule? (laughs) No, I just kept going. Because like Graham says, he's like, you never know when this is going to end. So just hungry, hungry, hippo your way through it, get as many white balls as you can. And then when it ends, it ends because no one knew like, you know, when is this, when is the well going to dry up? Um, And so we, I just, I just, I have fucking breakdown number one chill and then reset and just go and just kept going there was no there was no moment until recently the last i mean i guess it's you know last 2014 or something like that but it wasn't till till well i had to stop but anyways uh yeah it wasn't till recently that i was like i can't i can't do this like i can't be on this schedule just not yeah it's not uh it's not sustainable and it isn't yeah it isn't not at all no, damn. Even you, without now, even even without drinking and without all yeah. that shit, I've never done any drugs. But even without all that, like it's you're still in a pressurized flying tube on zero sleep, going from city to city to city to city, staying up all night. Your fucking your days are flip flop because you uh-huh. sleep all day. Like it's fucked. It's not good. Uh-huh.
2: Was Graham right there with you doing that kind of schedule?
0: Oh yeah, yeah. His work ethic. Trump's mind like tenfold. Like that guy would be writing a script, um, uh, giving notes on someone else's script, DJing all night long. Like the guy is just a workhorse. I couldn't. I could never maintain the schedule that that guy keeps. Oh. Damn. Yeah. At what point did you realize it's time to pivot? Well, it was. At, it was kind of at a necessity. So I had the opportunity to. Uh, I always knew that the next phase was going to be real estate development. And I had the opportunity to start that. And I was still DJing a lot and also looking for projects and managing projects. And, it, and I quickly realized, like, I can't, I can't do both. Mm-hmm. Um, because I have to be in LA to manage these projects, but more importantly, pro- properties would sell so fast that I mean, 24 hours, 48 hours property comes and goes. So someone can email me on a Thursday, like, hey, I have this property, great, I'll check it out on Monday, Saturday, it's gone.
4: Mm-hmm. So
0: that kind of forced my hand a little bit um, to where I couldn't keep the same schedule. And then, as you know, the other the other stuff, real estate development and everything kind of took precedent, um, and I got farther away from traveling like that, I couldn't like I couldn't physically do it anymore. Like I just was wasn't conditioned for it. Um once you get a taste of sleep, it's really hard
4: to, to break <laughs> to take to it break away. That. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Uh,
4: um,
0: yeah. I mean, even now, like I'll go DJ somewhere locally and I'm I, you know, I'm done at two. I get home two thirty, two fifteen, two thirty. Gotta walk the dog. By the time I wind down, it's like three, three fifteen. And then I got to get up at six o'clock and it's like, I cannot do it. I can't do it. Mm-hmm. I do it because I love it, but I it just, it's, it sucks.
3: Not like no, something you I'm, can just keep going on. Yeah, no, no, no. Now, if the
0: checks got fucking crazy for some reason, like if Graham and I finally sell our TV show, um, I might Ooh. have to, I might have to uh, take off my retirement hat, semi-retirement hat. Ooh. But, um, but even then I think about it. I'm like, I mean, am, am I might like am I really going to go and do that again at 43 years old for money? Like money's great, but like, you know, what's the real expense here? Like I'm killing myself. Mm -hmm. So I, even, even that fantasy is like, well, is is it really a fantasy? Or is it a fucking nightmare? It's just a nightmare all over again with just more money. Like, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Mm -hmm.
2: Vegas poolside 120 degrees computers melting down on you. 12 crates. (laughs) yeah i i want to kind of touch on that pivot too because um you could offer up some sage advice a lot of djs kind of only see what's in front of them you know yeah. kind of see that that four five six
0: nights a week um any
2: advice for the long term
4: well
0: i mean like none of us when we start, when, when I started DJing, when Graham started DJing, most of us, I don't know how old you guys are, but, um, most of us were 40 and and up. We started playing because we loved it and didn't really, we were playing for, you know, free beer, maybe 50 bucks. Right. Mm -hmm. Or like if it was, if it was close to a restaurant or attached to a restaurant, free food and, you know, free booze or whatever. Um, so no one knew the heights that we would, Reach. I didn't think I was going to be 30 DJing. Like I left college. I was pre-med in college. I left college because I was like, well, I want to do this now because I'm not going to be doing this when I'm 30. And no one knew like what was going to happen. So I feel like now the biggest problem is the 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 reason why people start DJing. Like, why are you actually doing this? If if you stop making money tomorrow. Are you still going to buy records if you're buying records are you still going to research music are you still going to like practice not that anyone really practices anymore but are you still going to have turntables or are you going to be the guy that just sells everything because it's not it's not you're not passionate about it mm. i mean i still buy records i don't know why but i still fucking buy records like an idiot um, right. um i still play records at the house like it's just it's it's part of me like and i don't see a, any point in my life where i'm not going to have some DJ set up mm-hmm. within, you know, a few feet of of where I'm sitting. Um, so I think the biggest issue is why are you DJing? Um, and if it's for uh, genuine and noble reasons, then you don't have a problem because if it stops tomorrow, just go get a job at Starbucks or just go do whatever the thing that you're passionate about is like the next thing that you're passionate about fucking knitting or whatever it is but if you ha- if you have this thing where you have to be uh you know the headline guy or the the uh music festival guy or famous guy or whatever it is that doesn't happen that's lightning that's even more rare than lightning in a bottle and it's not easy and you're going to get hung up on that
4: mm-hmm.
0: and that's going to that's going to be your biggest obstacle to pivot um it wasn't easy for me to pivot i mean i tried to hold on to both but i had to make the decision like okay am i going to do this thing that i know is the next episode or am i going to hang on to this thing that is fun and i enjoy doing it but also like how long can i really do it um so if you can get out of your own way i think that's step 1 and then step 2 is just figure out what the next thing is you know I mean, I'm super lucky that I was able to do exactly what I wanted to do. But, you know, maybe you got to go eat shit for a few years and and set yourself up for the next thing. Maybe you have to maybe you have to do both. Like if it requires going to school or whatever, like you it's not sexy, but you might have to go back to school and learn the thing and and also DJ because you got to pay bills and maybe you have a mortgage and maybe you have some kids or whatever. And it's all about just getting out of your own way. Like you just have to get out of your own way.
2: And, and you've made it a point now to play gigs that are only fun for you, right for yes. a while now.
4: yeah, yeah, yeah
2: for what the last five more than five years. Uh, right? yeah,
0: I mean, it was it was when I first when I first when I first decided that I was going to focus on real estate, i I just like stopped Djing. like Ooh. I just wasn't taking any gigs. I was done. I was like, I need to do this thing. I need to focus on this. I need to set this up. And then when I came back, six months or something like that then i came back and i was still taking shitty gigs but the difference was i was choosing to take those shitty gigs Mm
4: -hmm. it wasn't
0: it was i didn't have to take them um or better better uh better way to phrase it is i was choosing to be there so whether the gig was amazing or shit or i thought it was going to be amazing and it ended up being shit didn't matter because i chose to be there so If I thought I was going to play fucking disco records all night long and they're like, no, we just want to hear bad zero BPM rap songs. It is what it is. I chose to be here. I'm going to play the zero BPM rap songs. And that's the end of that. Mm -hmm. Um, And then from there, I was just kind of like, well, why am I even playing that game? Like, why am I still rolling the dice? Like, let me just do shit that I know is going to be fun. And I know The crowd is receptive to what i do or the the operators know what i do and they're like yeah come do the thing um because there are places that would wanted to pay me a lot of money to go play because the owners or the whatever loved me but i knew that the crowd isn't for what i do Mm -hmm. not that i do anything exotic but like i definitely play some other shit that's how and, I felt at
2: underground. I felt that way every time you and I worked together at underground where I was like, man, we could have had so much more fun if we could really just do our thing.
4: You yeah, know?
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So so then at that point, I was just kind of like, OK, I'm only going to do stuff that's super fun. And now I'm like, I don't even want to get on a fucking plane. Yeah. I just will play at a fu- place with 100 people, you know, 15 minutes from my house. There's a Mike B spot, the friend I play out there sometimes or the little friend in Venice um uh, and it's super fun and like the guy that that owns it uh not might be his partner he's like i know exactly what you do i don't have a budget for you if you want to come play come play. i was like dude honestly I, i'll pay you to have fun and i go and i i make sure i don't step on anyone's money and i have a good time and that's the end of that and then that's how i get my fix
4: well, although I, mean,
0: I am going to i am going to sacramento at the end of january oh yeah <laughs> of, playing, of all I'm places playing. I'm playing at mix. I mean, I have a good time up there. The guy that owns those places, Brian Bassett, um, he he runs a tight ship and he knows exactly he knows exactly who needs to play for his audience. Mm-hmm. And he, there's no micromanaging and no one says shit to you. And I could fucking play two hours at dance hall and they they would get off on it and no one would say a fucking word to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so he hit me up a couple of weeks ago. He's like, you want to come play in the new year? And, so I'm going to go to Sacramento, but Sacramento is an easy flight. It's like an hour or 40 yeah. minutes. Are you done? You're done with Vegas. I mean, if there was something fun, I'd go, Yeah. Uh, you know, I have, I have business in Vegas. So, uh, uh, there's more than one reason to be out there for me, but I don't, you know, I played at, uh, uh, Commonwealth a couple times. That was super fun. Um, but they haven't called. Um, I played at, uh, what else is fun i mean really just fuck commonwealth but i don't really know i'm not like in the trenches so i don't know what the cool cool fun shit is to to do out there uh but yeah i'd go if if, if there was something where i could play some fun shit i'd definitely go
3: nick's got a little something yeah he does <laughs> yeah I, I, if, you, if disco records are your thing man
0: i just nice. I, I, I just play i just play fun music man i just play like whatever's good and fun like that's really always been my thing um whether bad. it's whether it's from 1950 or 2010 like good music is good music
4: yeah. right
0: um and you know some some would say that music the last i don't know 10 15 years of music is pretty disposable whereas like you still get a reaction out of some of these records from fucking 50 years ago mm-hmm. 40 years ago 30 years ago so i don't know i don't i don't, I, I never felt i was doing anything wrong right uh, no. And even when I was getting fired early on, I'd get fired from gigs because I like disco records, I like 80s records, I like hip hop records, I like some dance records, I like rock and roll. And I'd be playing all that shit. And in LA at the time in the 90s, you either played all forms of electronic music or you played rap records and that was it.
4: Mm-hmm, There's right. nothing in between. Mm-hmm. So
0: I I got fired from a lot of places and a lot of those same guys that fired me. When it became cool to play open format, whatever the fuck that means, that's just DJing to me. That's just
3: DJing, yeah.
0: Yeah, they uh, they called me and they're like, "Hey, you want to come play?" And I go, "I'm gonna let you know something. I have not changed what I play." Like, no, no, that's what we want now. Okay. All right. And <laughs> and when it when it became cool to do that, like I was light years ahead of all the guys that were adapting,
4: mm-hmm. and
0: that's really what 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 Am and I's friendship was built on that. Um, because it was it was like kind of like a battle of like who can get more weird in the nightclub Mm -hmm. and and it was it really was that so yeah
3: I mean that's that's like you said that's just DJing that's like DJing the fun of it like I'm gonna hit you with a song that you liked and follow it with a song that you didn't know you liked yeah like uh, maybe a song you like ironically and then maybe just cleanse your palate with something that everybody likes and yeah, yeah yeah so ironic yeah like that's just djing yeah or
0: just do something fucking cool and off the wall that's like oh shit that was cool now i'm gonna dance this to the song that's playing currently like yeah. that's just yeah that's just djing like open format was was not um just yeah it was just the way i played always and it still is to this day even when things got super edm heavy or super 0 bpm rap heavy like i still would like hold on to it with for dear life like no we got to be doing this other thing yeah. i always i i've been playing electronic records since i started djing like there's so much early shit that i just had because i liked it and i would play it because i liked it like i i would play you know whatever late 80s early 90s uh uh, uh house song was popular into some fucking rock record because it worked and that was it but didn't work at the
4: time like there's kind of been a
3: renaissance of like real djing in that way um or maybe it's just because that's just kind of what i'm paying attention to now like that's but there's places out here that just do it and it's it i mean i know you guys have kind of been like finding those places too where you're at so it's i don't know if I want to call it necessarily a renaissance of real DJing, but like that style seems to be making an appearance I I because we live in an era where the music, like you said, is kind of disposable. There's a lot of good music still coming out obviously, but not as much like what I would consider classic material. I don't know if that's just us getting older or what, but like, I feel like there's a lot more, like these songs have always worked. So we're going to play these and it's continuing that way
0: oh. i think uh, pre pre-pandemic i noticed yeah. that like the younger kids that, have, that are going out like 18 19 20 you know or early 20s they are more interested in they're taking an interest in stuff that happened before them yeah. which like the last 20 years the audience only wants to hear the itunes Ooh. top 25 and that's yes. it they don't give a fuck about nothing else but the, this young this new crop of kids they're they are taking an interest so i would be playing and like you know, some fucking little twenty-year-olds like, "Hey, can you play something by Fleetwood Mac?" I was like, "Uh, yeah, absolutely. fucking lutely, I can." <laughs> what do you mean? And this was this was an ongoing theme. So I so I think that there's something to that, but also post-pandemic, I think things are going to get a lot smaller and more intimate and not so. You're always going to have the big room nightclubs, but I think that the the preference is going to be a smaller thing. Yeah. Um. Whether that's like you know fear of COVID or just like. I don't want to be around a million people or fucking nightclubs are lame because they are lame. Um I think that it, that's where it's trending. So those two things uh are going to feed uh, the, I think the the way DJs need to start playing. I think yeah. that we're going to see a shift into, yeah, play some, play some fun old shit because not everything new is, is one required reading and two any good.
4: Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah.
2: We've, we've, used this question previously during the beginning of the podcast, and I want to bring this up to you. If you were opening your own nightclub, what would the name of the club be, and who would your resident DJ be for the opening
0: night? I have the greatest name concept for a gay bar, gay nightclub, that I've wanted to do forever. I probably will not reveal here because I still have <laughs> hopes that I'm going to do it. Uh, <laughs> Damn um, the, the 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 name of the nightclub. I mean, does it matter? I don't. Who cares about the name? It's all it's all about like the DJ, right? Doesn't matter um, unless
3: it's good. So yeah. that's yeah.
0: yeah. Do, I, I, I get, do I get to pick only one DJ? You could pick the whole lineup. Hit opening, lineup. middle, and then closer. Oh no, no 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 no! One guy's playing all night.
3: Okay, oh, even okay. better.
0: Yeah, one guy's playing all night. They, they fuck the opener bullshit and okay. close. We gotta uh, no, no, no. yeah. we gotta got got worker. One, yeah yeah one guy's playing all night well because the night's so much better right because you set yourself up for success and then you have the success and then once you're done succeeding you can play for yourself a little bit like play some you know some fun stuff at the end of the night once you've earned the the crowd's trust it's Um, so
2: simple how come no one realizes this it's the easiest thing 18 djs on a lineup what are you doing out here
0: never works how how can it work
2: Let me set the next guy up for success who's also playing for the bus boy at
0: 10 15 p.m and then the next yeah. guy and then... yeah it's bananas <laughs> um uh i i've said this time and time and time again but the one dj that that every single time i've gone to see them play i've had the time of my life Ooh. is crooked
3: let's go Shout
0: out.
4: Whoa. <laughs> Shout
0: out. yes I've, Whoa. I, I like i don't go out very often I don't go out a handful of times right and it just so happens that I had been out when he was playing wherever he was Vegas usually Vegas but whatever it was it didn't matter and it's oh every time I'm like god this guy just fucking gets it like he just fucking gets it like he just knows what needs to happen how it needs to happen this is also assuming that neither Graham and I could play at my nightclub right Right. Okay. Um, yeah. I think it'd be crooked. Yeah. I think it'd be crooked. Crook's Hell a pro. Yeah.
2: He's a pro. He is. He yeah. is a pro. Yeah. yeah. So crook. Yeah. You know, and and has a fantastic podcast too. Yep.
3: Yeah. Shout out to the, those guys. Yeah. yeah. yeah, so, yeah. Some small podcasts over and, there.
2: Yeah. And is a clothing designer and has all these great ideas. We can't say enough good things about that nah. Yeah. Um, we had him on the podcast and asked him if you were stranded on Island. What is the only album you would take with you? You can only have one album.
0: Um, on what, what format? Like, what media format am I taking it Damn,
1: on? You haven't gotten that laser disc. It's actually <laughs> a, a forty-five <laughs> taped
2: onto a twelve. That's all we're doing. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> um,
3: it's it's a CD. It's a CD, but it's it can't be a burnt CD. You have to purchase it. Got it go. and, and no burning I'm, data discs.
0: Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm limited to 60 minutes of music basically. 60 minutes. Yes.
3: You yes. Can. cannot no data discs.
0: What a fucking DJ nerd. What format am
2: I taking I on the know, right? right. No, because <laughs> you, you if you told
0: me if of you course. told me USB, <laughs> I would just say the captains of industry catalog.
3: Right. Know. Yeah. That
0: would be my answer. But yeah. if I can only take one album, um
3: we also will allow compilations and greatest hits albums. That yes.
0: counts. Crooked okay.
3: came up with that rule. Crooked Shout said out to Billy,
2: Billy Joel's Greatest Hits.
3: Yeah.
0: yeah. Billy Joel's Greatest Hits. Okay. It's the most so, New York answer um, ever. <laughs> <laughs> I would have to say um, it's either going to be I'm trying to think of what I can listen to from end to end and really enjoy. Um, it's either going to be The Strokes' first album Ooh. Farside's first album. Let's
1: go. Shout out Trey. Oh, yes. Or
0: Captains of Industry, Yachty by Nature. Sick. Ooh, let's go. Yeah. One of those three.
2: I almost today's matchup was almost red hot chili peppers versus strokes. Almost.
3: Ooh, oh, that, that would have been way. that would have been
0: challenging for me. That would have been yeah. a good one. That'd That'd have been... Been... That first record, it's like it's like 31 minutes long. It's like a perfect record it's yeah. just it, it's just it's perfect every song is just long enough the 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 sequence that they they laid the songs out it just it just works like you could just listen to that thing straight through and you're like oh it's done this is their amazing first
3: one was uh it was that's their demo yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that was their just, demo and then they just put it yeah. out as an album mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. i i know
2: i have to ask this while we have you here i know you have a fucking bag of off-the-wall celebrity Man, stories. That's
1: what I was about to get
2: to. Please,
0: please bless us. I mean, how how many do you want?
2: Oh, oh I, we got I want the
0: we, yeah. yeah. we got time. You got time, Nick? All right. Yeah. Um, I mean this podcast is going to be four hours long. <laughs> um, every time, every time we go on road podcasts, it's like, okay, we're going to try to keep it like focused. And then it's like three and a half hours later, like, oh uh, we're not done yet. Right. Um, right. <laughs> Uh, okay, I'll tell you my Crimea River celebrity story. Um, I'm playing at Ledoux in Hollywood, which is a Wednesday night, which was like the party to be at on Wednesday night, and just star studded. Everyone's there, et etc. Cetera, et cetera. Britney Spears shows up, and uh, and the the music the music format was nothing new. Like just play old dope records. Like nothing, zero new. Doesn't matter who wants it. Doesn't mean nothing. Okay, great, right? Sounds like a fucking dream. Britney Spears shows up with like her little dancers. They're at a table. One of the dancers comes over and says, "Britney wants to hear Prince." I go, fine. I play some Prince. They dance to do the thing. <laughs> Another dancer comes over, maybe the same one. I don't remember. Uh, Britney wants to hear Michael Jackson. I go, okay. I can see that there's an ongoing theme here. I'm gonna play whatever she wants. She cannot ask for anything new. Great. They go back. She comes back, she says, uh, we want to do the dance for I'm a Slave For You. So I cannot play that record. Like, well, we just want to do it like for everyone, whatever. Like we want to, we're having fun. I go, yeah, I know you're having fun. I'm giving you the fun. I'm not playing that record. So go back, ask for another record that you want to dance to. And then, so she goes, they go back, come back, Slave For You. I go, it's not happening. So the promoter of the nightclub comes over. And he's like, why aren't you playing this fucking song? I go, you know exactly why I'm not playing this song. We have a format here. We're doing a thing. Once you give them an inch, they're going to take a fucking mile. We're not playing that song. Owner of the nightclub comes over. Why aren't you playing this fucking song? I go, listen, we're doing a thing here. These people are here because of the thing we're doing, not because Britney Spears is going to dance to her fucking shitty song. We're not playing the song. So finally, someone someone coerced me into playing the song. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to play it as the last song. Last song of the night, lights come up. It's a whole thing. Everyone has a good time. Everyone is happy. Fair enough. Fine. So I tell the, I tell the whoever is going to tell me when I have two minutes left. I go, two minutes. I go, great. I play the song. Everyone fucking is having a great time. They're doing the dance, they're doing the video. She's singing along. Dah, 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 dah. Lights come start to come up. Like, you know, lights start popping up. And I'm like, okay, this is my time. So I start fading the music out. Now the main lights all come up. And as the main lights are coming up, I, I hit them with doo-doo-doo,
4: doo-doo-doo,
0: doo-doo-doo, doo-doo-doo, now everyone fucking it goes it's like the next level crowd eruption when this happens because she's she's front and center, everyone's staring at her oh because she's God. doing her video and I hit her with Crimea River. So As the story goes, she runs to the bathroom. She's crying, she's puking, this whole thing. Everyone's like, that was amazing. I close my fucking computer and I dip. The next day, the promoter calls me and he's like, yo, Britney's pissed. She's not gonna do my Super Bowl party. Uh, She wants me to fire you, blah, 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 blah. I go, well, you can fire me or you can just tell her you fired me. And she's not gonna know because who the fuck knows who I am, doesn't matter. Like what what's happening here? So this is Wednesday. So Thursday this, are you really gonna I have the conversation fire me
3: because Britney Spears suggested I mean, it?
0: Well, in, in LA, like yeah, at that time, America. celebrity had all the power, right? Yeah. So I play for this guy on Wednesday and Saturday. So I'm like, okay, if I get clipped from Wednesday, I might get clipped from Saturday. So I'm kind of shitting my pants. Saturday <laughs> comes along, I play. He's like, yo, dude, that's not a good look. Like they're pissed at the club. Like, I don't know, I have to like, you know, work out the Super Bowl thing. All right, whatever. Tuesday, the shit rags come out. Us Weekly, people, all that stuff. Every single one of them picked up the story. Uh, Stone Rock playing at Ledoux plays Cry Me a River. Britney Spears is crying, puking, blah, 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 blah. That's Tuesday. Wednesday, I go back to work at Ledoux. And all those same people that were like, you're fired, you're fucked, that was fucked up, da, 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 who were pissed, are all now patting me on the back. Why? because they just got endless publicity, free publicity. Right. So I'm like, you know what? Fuck all you guys. Like all of you can eat shit and die. I hope all of you burn, burn in fucking hell because I'm shitting my pants for a week thinking <laughs> I'm going to get clipped from two of my major nights. And now you guys are like just okay with it because you got two words in a fucking ma- magazine Fuck that I no here. one, yeah, I was, got me fucking pissed. But that's a, uh, that's
1: one. And then Justin Timberlake picked you up for a man of the woods.
3: Yeah. Yeah, tour, and then so now that's... you were on the Man of the Woods tour. Your I finest accomplishment.
0: Right before right before I was about to play, I was like, "Yo, meet me in the fucking parking lot cuz I'm about to dip after I play this song." He's like, "Yo,
3: I got you." Uh, <laughs> <pulls up. laughs> pulls up. It's like 2006, like, so he's got he's actually driving us a, a limo. Yeah. It's yes. acceptable. <laughs> it's a it's an Escalade limo. Uh, it pulls up Whip's a whip yeah,
0: I mean, Escalade limo. That's that's a that's that's a good one. No, Holy fucking Not shit! It. Damn! Wow! I'll give you. I'll give so you. I'll give you one more. I'll give you one more.
3: This um, is why you said "Crimea River" is the greatest diss track. This is you've why. seen the effect. This
1: is why you did it. And you don't did did understand it. what I've been talking about. Enough.
0: I'm, I'm, Enough. You. <laughs> yeah. <stop laughs> Enough. You. I, <laughs> <laughs> I made it. I made it a diss track. Um. I'm playing. <laughs> I'm playing uh at Area in Hollywood and. When area dropped, it was like, it was bananas. Mm-hmm. It was really, the sound system was bananas. The lights were bananas. It was like, the lights were real subtle and like were twinkling all over the ceiling. And like, it wasn't like big stroby fucking moving things. Like it was, the place was beautiful, indoor, outdoor, whatever. Um, Paris Hilton's in the house and she's with this chick uh, who I'm friendly with and the busboy comes over and he hands me a note which i still have the note um it it says um can you please play britney spears britney spears again gimme gimme uh we'll give you a hundred dollars paris and jen so now because i know the chick that she's with who's also signed this thing or probably wrote it i get a cocktail napkin and i write please leave me alone and i give the busboy 100 i go here bring this to them now (laughs) Bus boys
3: I don't laundry. know if they best ever got the
0: bad. note I don't know if the busboy kept the 100 I don't know anything all I know is that I did not have to play that Britney Spears song no one asked me for it ever again and that was the end
3: of that best day for the busboy he made yeah. 200 bucks busboy off napkins
0: maybe maybe
3: <laughs> maybe busboy fucking wins oh,
0: yeah. i love and, it. and there's no way for me to ask paris because like i mean hey do you remember did Back this ever happen like yeah. 2007. Did, did the busboy bring you a hundred dollars and a note from me? that I have. I have no idea. But I still have the note somewhere. I know it's I, on that computer. I feel
3: like he for sure dropped off the note. Maybe not the hundred bucks though. Not the hundred. I, I,
0: I'll tell you this. That guy was like ride or die for me. Like ride or die. I saw him on the streets recently. Like the last couple years, he's like, "Yo, bro!" I probably <laughs> haven't seen him in ten years. I don't I have no idea. That's so he's tight. Like, what? What's like he was ride or die for me. Like he was he was the he was the busser, but also like kind of also head of security for the DJ booth. Yeah,
3: concierge. He's ready. To yeah, go. yeah.
0: So so he, so we, he was he was my guy. He was my guy. So I I like to think that he he gave her the hundred. Hell yeah! Oh, shout
3: out big. to shout out to good boys bus boys. There, there we hey, go. Yeah, there you go, Neek. With the with the
1: foam roller, I see you. Oh yeah, hey, Sorry. It's... Neek, What if you, <laughs> Neek if you were that bus boy,
3: you keeping the hundred? Oh, 110%. There we go. Yeah. yeah. Like I well, mean, what well,
0: what if what if you have a personal relationship with but the But if DJ, it's my if, dude, yeah, if it's yeah. my
3: dude like yeah, you're getting. It's but if Japan. I don't know you, like you're just yeah, some yeah. schmo. Like here's, even if you're a big DJ, like if I don't know you, like we don't have a rapport, I'm keeping it. If we're cool, yeah. I'm dropping it off to her cuz yeah. that's part of the joke. Yeah. That's yeah, a $200 opportunity though when you look at it. Oh, well, sure. here's no, the over. the 100 the
0: 100 coming in that's if the hundred didn't come in. Yeah, no, that's the hundred coming in was is
1: gonna play the Britney song.
2: Yes, song.
0: it was contingent on the Britney song. Yeah, yes. Uh,
2: I would have gone back as a bus boy and been like, hey, he said no problem, let's get him that hundred. We got <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah, see, my thing is
3: is I would have brought the hundred so you can have your joke, knowing that Paris Hilton isn't gonna make me give her a hundred dollars. You think she's like, get out of here. Yeah, and that's when I, I get to receive it.
0: I've thrown a lot of money at a lot of people to leave me the fuck
3: alone. Ooh. Yeah. So that, I mean, that's. Love that. Yeah. That's, yeah. How, that's how you make your money Absolutely. as a buster. Yeah. Love that. Uh, we have a couple
2: quick housekeeping questions. Yes, I'm not going to keep you around here for a long time.
0: Neek. I've got nothing but time for you guys. So as long as you want to go, I'm, I'm available. Look at this. Great.
3: Oh, because oh, my favorite subject is corporate food. And we are now doing. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Hey, great, great. I love it. Thank you. I like how you brought that in like that. Buckle up. (laughs) Buckle up.
3: (laughs) We have an opportunity for captains of the industry to be endorsed by any fast food company of their choosing. What is the captain of the industry meal and where is it and what is it?
1: Well, it's going to be two meals because
3: we have. The so he'll room. have to do I one for the, the. Stone Rock. I want the captains of the industry, and I want the Stone Rock. So okay. See, if you're so, really on some Wu Tang shit, you could choose two restaurants right now. Yeah.
0: So, as you were saying this to me, I'm thinking, "Fuck, where can where can I eat with Graham? Because Graham only eats twelve fucking things." Um. So uh, uh, initial, uh, like right away, I'm like, okay, I have to think about my better half. Um, <laughs> but I, I'll give you, I'll give you, I'll give you a. Uh, I'll give you mine and then I'll give you ours. Okay. Um, Mine is probably going to be, so I have to pick like a spot and the meal. Yes. But, but the meal, the meal is a custom meal of your.
3: Yeah. It's the custom meal for you guys.
0: Got it. So anyone can, so I'm choosing who makes the meal and then I choose the contents of the meal. Correct. Yes. Okay. So um, the, the people who are going to make my meal for me, Is going to be Oklahoma Joe's, which is a barbecue spot in Kansas City. They might have other locations, but I'm only aware of the one in Kansas City, which exists in a gas station, oddly enough.
3: Okay, I'll take that. I was going to say, not quite corporate enough. Oh, gas station
0: will work. It's, oh, you want like McDonald's? Yeah.
3: Yeah. We're, we're,
0: Uh, oh, because, because we're trying to get the big bucks. Yeah, the sponsorship
3: bucks. We're not worried about local. Okay. All right. All right. All right. We Um, want it to be, like, borderline morally incorrect.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, then I know exactly what it is. Let's talk. We'll piggyback off of my, uh, my, uh, uh, one of those, um, uh, campaigns, online campaigns of, like, please sign change.org or whatever. Yeah. Um, So I'm going to, I'm, so the place that I'm going to get my food made is Veggie Grill. Okay. Cool. And they are going to make me a double bacon barbecue cheeseburger. <laughs> that is Not, what vegan? Going to do. Not vegan? Not <laughs> vegan. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. So, at one point, there was a campaign going on for In-N-Out to offer vegan options. Why? So that people who are vegan can also enjoy In-N-Out with their friends. Now, the problem with that is that In-N-Out is a fucking burger restaurant. So if you want to enjoy your time with your friends and you're a vegan, don't go to a fucking burger restaurant. Ask them to go somewhere that offers you whatever you want or just fucking eat a piece of bread and shut the fuck up. In response to that, I started my own campaign to get signatures <laughs> to have veggie grill offer non-vegan options so that i can enjoy veggie grill with my vegan friends
3: yeah i love that yes
0: so that's that's how we got to double bacon barbecue chibo oh, at veggie Grill. oh this is
1: great
3: that's that kind of goes in line with like leaving the toilet seat up like yeah. women always complain that we always leave yeah. the toilet seat up but they never leave it up for us yeah true yeah like
0: w- what about when i come in when it's dark i gotta lift it up i gotta like mm-hmm. check just my key on the you cover yourself yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah
1: yeah <laughs>
4: <That's>
0: just- <laughs> uh, yes
4: <laughs> i like
1: it? that a lot
0: so, what's the what's the captain's uh, it's gonna be something fucking super bland. It's probably gonna be like a steak somewhere, like an overdone fucking boneless, skinless chicken breast. Like Graham eats that shit.
4: And when you have him on,
0: he's gonna be like, "No, man, I just I know what I like, and that's it." But he eats twelve fucking things, and that's it.
4: <laughs>
0: w- one day I'm gonna put her on a T-shirt, but I'm gonna be the only one that wears it because he won't wear it.
3: It's like uh, an eight-piece chicken nugget.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, no sauce. Not even- uh, he, no I'll tell you. I'll, t- I'll tell you what it is. Um, black pepper turkey sandwiches uh, with American cheese. Uh, filet mignon, butterflied, well done. What's the fucking point? <laughs> uh, boneless, boneless, skinless chicken breast, well done. Any bread product imaginable. Um, pasta with tomato sauce but no like parsley garnish on it do not put anything green on his fucking food do not do that um iceberg iceberg wedge lettuce salad situation um uh, i said bread products uh oh grapevines like red vines but grape flavor um it's basically a
2: hospital meal <laughs> yo what
0: a great yeah he's 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 got, he's got a very, uh, he, he knows what he likes. And that's all, that's all he fucks with.
4: Yeah. That's
0: all he fucks with. That's it. Something <laughs> hey, bro. I asked him, I'm like, yo man, did something happen? Like did your <laughs> parents like force feed you shit that you just didn't like. And now that you were able to eat whatever you like, you're like, you have a firm stance. He's just like, no nothing happened. I just, I like what I like.
3: <laughs> that's
4: funny,
0: we were, man. We were on the road somewhere and we were getting fed by some chef and whatever. And, um, they had, um, they had uh, macaroni and cheese, like deep fried macaroni and cheese, basically. It's like yeah. blocks of deep fried macaroni and cheese. Fucking delicious. We must have eaten a hundred of these fucking things. Not really, but we had a lot. And the chef comes out and he's like, so what'd you guys think? And Graham's like, man, these fucking macaroni and cheese fried blocks of heaven are amazing. He goes, yeah, you know what the secret is? Lots and lots of butter. And the Graham does not fuck with butter. The moment he said that he just pushed it away from him like dude you just had 20 of these things and you love them he's like can't fuck with them like he like he knows that, butter that's it he knows it's butter and that's it he can't he <laughs> cannot doesn't matter that he just had a bunch and he enjoyed it he enjoyed it so much that he complimented the chef with butter he's <laughs> done
3: I kind well, of I'm feel us. that because I'm picky like that. I'm a picky. These guys will tell you I don't eat shit either. Yeah. It's, um, I mean, I guess I can kind of pinpoint it to something, but that's funny.
1: That yeah. So funny,
3: chef. Yeah. These were amazing. Yeah. It's a um, lot of butter. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Not,
0: not for I'm, me. I'm good. I'm good.
3: Never mind. <laughs> not for <Yeah>. me.
0: <laughs> Why? We, <laughs> we. This is this is actually my favorite story. We uh he took an interest to some chef on like one of these chef shows or whatever young chick and she she has a restaurant in new york so me him and sam french go to this restaurant and i'm like dude there's not one fucking thing for you to eat here he goes no nah, we're good we're good in hopes that he's going to see the the, thing, the the chef and they're going to lock eyes and there's going to be a moment and a thing's going to happen and he's going to fall in love and he's going to fucking live with the chef for the rest of his life so we're sitting in this restaurant and I'm ordering and Sam's ordering. Graham's like, oh, I'll just have a diet Coke and like eat the bread. And he, he dips out for a second. So we're eating and like, it's been like 15 minutes, 20 minutes. And we're like, where the fuck did this guy go? I thought he went to the bathroom. So it's like, check the bathroom. He's not in there. but us send him a text. I'm like, yo, where are you? He's like, oh, I'll be right back. Like, be right back. Where did you go? He's like, I went to go get a slice. He left the restaurant. Go get he eats pizza. He left the restaurant to go get a fucking slice of pizza because he couldn't eat anything at the restaurant that he took us to. It's like wow, dude, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh,
3: she's not he, here, guys. Get what you did want. Did he meet the back. chef?
0: Did he meet the chef or what? No, she wasn't even there. She wasn't even there. <laughs> she wasn't even there. She wasn't of even there. Course. I wish. I, I wish. I wish that it was like a the a, a great love story, but it was she wasn't even. <laughs> oh fuck. Oh my
1: god. Travis. Speaking of celebrities. Yes. (laughs) Stone, we are building our DJ biopic cinematic universe. So in this DJ biopic cinematic universe, who is playing Stone Rock? And it could be anybody within the entertainment realm, dead or alive, or even animated. Um,
0: It's either going to be, I have three. Okay. I mean, that'll three. work. That'll work. It's three either people be... playing one
2: movie.
0: No, you no, can no. do that too. You three can options. have three different. Okay. Three options. Okay. Because I don't know who the director is going to want. Like, It's not up to oh, me. Okay, it's okay. up to the director. Casting <laughs> okay. uh, options. Uh, yeah. It's either going to be Michael Caine, Luis Guzman, <laughs> or Norman Fell as Stanley Roper. Oh, so Stanley Roper playing me. I'm going to go with the latter. I like that. I like, I like that one a lot too. Cause he's like, he's kind of like a curmudgeon and uh, (laughs) uh, breaks people's balls. And, but like at the end of the day, everyone knows that he means well, and he's got a big heart and, uh, and uh, yeah. And he's maybe a little bit misunderstood. Yeah. Norman. So final answer, Norman fell as, as Stanley Roper
1: as Stanley Roper yeah. as you. I love it. Yeah. yeah, yes. love it. yeah. <laughs> I like that.
2: I like that. Uh since this is the first podcast of 2022, this oh, will be yeah. out on Weird. Monday. Okay. Um let's do some wrap-ups, some wrap-ups for 2021. Yeah. Uh Stone, did you have a favorite album that came out this year or enjoyed no. any music that came out in the year 2021?
0: Uh, yes, I uh I mean I listened to Um, I listened to a shit ton of podcasts last year and this year. And through that, I rediscovered a lot of music. Uh So like Questlove Supreme, I listened to. um, And uh, the Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis Mm. episode, I was like, went through their whole catalog. The Lenny Kravitz uh, episode, I went through his whole catalog, uh, which is why I brought up Lenny Kravitz earlier because I just went through a fucking Lenny Kravitz deep dive. Shout
2: out Ruckus. Um, Shout, Ruckus yeah. uh, Shout
0: out to Ruckus. Ruckus. Yeah. Shout out to Ruckus. Um uh, so, so I I I've been doing a lot of like revisiting music that either I forgot about or um I lost touch with or stuff that I didn't even know about. Uh-huh. Um or like, oh shit, Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis were in that fucking band. Oh shit, they did produce that. Like Oh, let me go re- like revisit that, and then you go down a little bit of a rabbit hole. Um, but yeah, that's that's kind of there's nothing specific. It was just a lot of, a lot of like recalibrating mm-hmm. my uh, music uh, hard drive here, mm-hmm. here. I
4: love
3: that. Yeah. yeah, I love when like yeah like oh shit, they were in the time. <laughs> like, yeah.
4: Right. Yeah, right. like
0: people 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 want to forget that Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis were in the fucking time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. if it wasn't for Prince pissing them off, we wouldn't have Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. Very true. True. Yeah. Yeah. You know.
4: Yeah.
0: Um, Did yeah. you like the Silk Sonic album? Um, I don't know what the fuck that is. Oh, that's uh, great. Bruno Mars, Anderson Park. Yeah. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Oh damn. Uh, yeah, knows. I listened to it. I listened to it. No, I listened yeah. to it. it I, I, that's it's kind fine. of your sound. I, I mean, like. it didn't yeah, stick to fine.
3: the skin. It seems like.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I. I, I don't uh he it, said who do I have here <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no like I, I I I'll read a book and then like I forget who wrote it and half of the title like I I, I listen to stuff and then just kind of like in and out right yeah it just Ooh. goes away it, if it's if it sticks to my bones then I'll pay closer attention to it but I'll yeah. listen to it and it's like oh yeah that was cool yeah. at least so that when someone's like oh do you have songs such and such I'm like no I don't have it but I know exactly what you're talking about um because I probably
3: don't have it. <laughs> I feel like that was kind of the general consensus around here, too. Is we're like, yeah. yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it ain't like yeah it's fine. It was fine. Yeah, yeah
2: it was fine. Yeah. Uh, Travis, Neek, did you guys have any favorite albums this year? I mean, I don't know, know, Travis, that,
1: you. I went yeah. back to um, J. Cole a lot. Yeah. Went back to Cole. Cole. I went back to um, Tyler. And Tyler. Uh, Tyler's got my number one for the year. Tyler's got yeah. my number
0: one for the year. Uh, is is it weird that i can't name a single j cole song no like I, I i feel like he's like the adult contemporary of hip-hop like that works <laughs> you, yeah he's like he's like in a very specific box is. Or, or is he or is he just totally like pop start out and i have no I, i'm just like so not in no,
3: nope, no. you're 100 percent right yeah it's it's a lane that i think after watching he just did an interview with nardwar yeah uh-huh and um he kind of wears it like he's He's very humble and mm-hmm. just like knowing that he has a lane and who's the 90s
1: equivalent? Who's the 90s equivalent to Cole? Q Tip?
3: Q-tip, Common. Like somebody who's kind of like politically aware. No, but like...
0: Common had records in the club though. Yeah. I, yeah. I've we'll... never I've never gotten a J. Cole request ever in my life. Okay. Cole... I don't get J. Cole requests, but I'll play
2: it.
3: Yeah, J. Cole gets played in the club, though. Yeah,
2: Middle Child for sure gets played. Kod gets out. played. Poke it out. Uh, yeah, the new one, Stone. You like that? Poke it out. Samples. Uh, breathe and thing. stop or vibrant. Okay. Thing. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. From okay. Q-Tip. So
3: like, he's getting played, but yeah, Common had. Yeah, Common was, was one more... of the
1: ones that didn't really. Get I would say about, I'd too. say he's
3: like a modern day Common. Yeah. It seems really like socially aware type. But I guess J Cole is kind of like that.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go do a J Cole deep dive later.
1: Oh, it's I'm fun. Curious to See what you it's think. Fun. Yeah, it's I, I want
3: to hear what you say about it
1: though.
3: You're gonna if if we have similar tastes, it might not be as fun as you, like as you would hope. Yeah. Because okay. a lot of the, his mixtapes to me were better than his, see, his actual al-
1: album. Hills Drive is my
0: album.
1: Hills is great. That, that was my
3: album that, that I liked. Drives. But that I'm gonna start
0: with Forest Hills, then.
3: Please, yeah. The one one. with uh TLC, I hated that album. Oh, the Crooked Smile. So that was the one before Forest Hills. The white one with Uh, the crown and the black. Yeah, I hated that. Yeah. Born. That one wasn't good. That was like a pop attempt, and I hated it. Um, Mm -hmm. album. Yeah, I liked. I liked the Tyler album. I love the Yeba album
1: yeah, uh, Talk to me, Nick. Talk to me. Yabba was yes. great. Uh, yes. It's not
3: some club shit at Ooh. all. It's some singer-songwriter shit produced by down. Mark Ronson. You sit down and
1: cry to that shit. You're going to
3: sit there and Incredible. cry to some shit that you don't relate to as a man. Yep.
4: Yep.
3: <laughs> it's just good. It's Beautiful just thing. really fucking good. I described it early on, like, instrumentation-wise, kind of like a mix of... Cause it's, it's p- very key, like chords focused. So like mm-hmm. kind of Stevie in like the production.
1: Okay.
3: um Meets. I don't remember. the It's kind of folky too. Yeah. So it's like some Fleetwood Stevie hybrid. It's, it's so, it's so cool. cool. I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. If ever you just want to listen to like just some cool songwriting. Yeah. was the
1: one. Love. Yeah. But
2: I put mine together. uh Tyler Topaz Ooh. Jones album. Okay. Uh, Madlib, was- Madlib's album Sound Ancestors. Yeah, that was sick. Fucking incredible. Uh, Duran Jones and the Indications, yep. uh, Private Space, and then uh, Turnstile, which is something completely different than all right. of that. So, Hitler uh, wears
1: Hermes is another one for me too. From to uh, West Westside West yeah.
2: yeah. West Side Gun.
3: Westside uh, oh, West Side Gun's album was sick. The Hermes album, yeah, yeah. that was yeah. sick. That's that that's one. good fucking rap. It is.
2: Uh, any favorite movies, gentlemen, 2021?
1: twenty will just do a full wrap-up. Full wrap-up. Go ahead, Stone.
0: 2021, what came out this year? What did I really enjoy? I haven't seen House of Gucci yet, but I imagine that's going to be up I there for me.
4: Uh, cool. about,
0: what about Dune? Dune did not do it for me. No. Mm. Um... um any Marvel shit come out this year? No. Oh, yeah. Spider-Man just, from, just to, uh, far from oh, black, Man, black widow, uh, I guess. Black widow black widow. So yeah. Uh,
2: French dispatch. You guys see that?
0: Oh, oh, yeah. That was pretty good.
2: Licorice
3: pizza. I want to talk about uh, that,
0: that. That's on my
3: list. I haven't that's seen that one yet. Actually my list. List. my list tonight. I want to watch that tonight. Yeah. yeah, it's
2: good. It's good. The ending kind of blows, but it's good. Yeah. Soundtrack is a 10. Yeah. Um, anything we read this year gentlemen that we want to
3: that's all you bud yeah yeah that's all. i mean
2: i you know i got that stone said he's been reading though
0: i read the um yeah i so i I, i'm i'm i do an annual december uh read of uh how to win friends and influence people dale carnegie uh that happens every december um i'm reading um a potty training book (laughs) nice wait a minute uh you got kids? Yes. Yeah, I have I had one kid last year. Congratulations. Congrats. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Um, yeah. So it's uh, it's getting that time. Um the so way that
1: you said it, it sounded like you were just reading it for fun. And I was like, leisure. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Just, just, just trying to, to figure out how
0: to how to teach people how to shit on the toilet. Um, it's important. And then uh and then when I'm done with the, the Carney book, I'm gonna read a book called, I believe it's uh Molecules of More um which is like uh it's um uh there's a neuroscientist that i'm way into andrew huberman
3: um wait what was the Carnegie book
0: the carnegie book is called how to win friends and influence people
3: gotcha i misheard you
0: yeah that that one's like i think that was written in the 30s it's actually a hard read because the language is still from then yeah Mm. um but it's a good it's like a good reminder of like how to handle how to handle your business
4: Mm -hmm.
0: um yeah andrew huberman uh i discovered him uh maybe late last year earlier this year and his podcast is great and he basically tells you uh how your life's fucked up and how you're not sleeping correctly and how you're not getting enough uh, light exposure and um uh i got it i got it uh i got obsessed with um dopamine Mm -hmm. and how to reset dopamine receptors. Um, and that's how I found him. I was mm. going down a dopamine rabbit hole. And then his podcast, I mean, he's a scientist, but it's it's easy, he makes it very easy to digest all the sciencey stuff. Um, uh, yeah, so I was researching like how dopamine affects motivation and all that happiness and all that kind of stuff. This is why I'm not on Instagram anymore. Like I still have an Instagram, but I'm not on it. My Twitter's yeah. wiped, uh, my Facebook's a wrap, like, I just done with social media because uh, the, the the big three was like uh, get off social media, stop playing video games, and stop jerking off the porn. Well, I don't play video games. I stopped jerking off the porn, and now I'm off social media. So I'm just trying to do a, a massive reset. Um, And million dollar man
2: over here. (laughs) Yeah. That's
0: that's that's how I found the molecules of more. Uh somebody that he was interviewing uh recommended it and it's just an extension of like all the stuff he talks about. So that's that's what I'm gonna read next.
2: That is incredible. And we should mention as soon as uh you made your announcement that you're leaving Instagram. I yeah. hit you up and there was a yeah. big a big backlash from people asking you, are you okay? Is everything fine?
0: Yeah, it was weird because like I was like, uh, I posted something that was just basically, I don't remember what it was, but it was just basically like, uh, hey, um, I'm not going to be on Instagram anymore. If you need me, text me or email me. And if you don't have my text or email, fucking Google me, like get 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 creative.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and, and a lot of people were like, hey, are you okay? like yeah i'm fucking fine why like your instagram post I go, uh what's wrong with you that you think something's wrong with me that i'm getting off of fucking instagram and so then i did a follow-up post that was basically like uh you know hey i'm just getting off social media i'm fine <laughs> like fucking leave me alone stop texting me and then i took that down and i just put up like a basic one even more shot.
2: alarming the second one even more yeah. alarming because yeah.
0: well, the second one was full like you know Fuck off and die, everyone.
3: Um and then, I'm not and crazy, then,
2: guys. I'm not
3: crazy. And then Tim with a tinfoil hat.
0: <laughs> and then I remember Graham was like, Hey, you know, he didn't say this to me, but he always says, like, you know, just be mindful of like what you're putting out there because uh everyone's offended by everything and we're trying to do some shit that is, is bigger than us. So You know, so I then I took those down. I was just like, I'm gonna just put a generic thing up with Ben Affleck from Goodwill Hunting, and (laughs) that was that. So um, but yeah, yeah, that's that's why I'm off social media for now. I'm I might make a comeback. I don't know. It's it's good, but it's gonna just be uh it's gonna be different. It's not gonna be so much of a time suck where I'm just like endlessly scrolling or tapping or whatever the fuck you do. Mm -hmm.
2: When is the next mixtape dropping? You know I had to ask
0: that. Hopefully, fucking never. Um, hopefully never. If you're waiting, Dude, I, don't. I you mean, don't. like, we we say this every time. Every time we're like, we're never doing this again, and then somehow we get sucked back into doing it. We are working on a mix that may or may not see the light of day. It's it's to support another project.
4: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: we'll probably put it out, but we'll see. We'll see how it turns out. Depends on how it turns out. <clears throat> okay, so. Yeah. Everyone waiting. So Keep waiting. Maybe, maybe one more. Maybe one more. But like, who knows when? All right. Things take these. These things take so much time. Yeah. I mean, you, you guys, guys don't have the Lin drum line. machine anymore. Yeah. <laughs> we, well, now I have all of the Lin drum machines. <laughs> all of the all of the Lin drum plugins. So, tell me what you want from the yeah. Right. 80s. Yeah.
3: Now it's just you can just get it i'll I'll
0: redo every prince prince record from like (laughs) like 81 and on
3: yeah Uh,
0: (laughs) please do a
2: cover band with you and graham that would make me so happy um before we get out of here i want to ask one more question what is your favorite closing song to end the night
4: oh
2: outside of justin timberlake cry me river there's one more question after this. It's very
0: cool. well. That was that was only that was only that was like a one-time thing. I could never do that again, right? Um, She's still around. She'll be out. <laughs> yeah, but like it doesn't have it doesn't have the same doesn't have the same
4: impact. She, she might dance to it the next. That's night.
2: the Larry David moment where he plays and she goes,
4: "You," yeah. and then your career
0: gets reignited right there. Yeah. DJ Extreme. <laughs> um, what do I like to end the night with? I mean, I don't have like a go-to it's it's generally like a fuck you song like it's like the opposite of like what everyone wants to hear Mm -hmm. but i think that i think that was by design because because there was a period of time in la where like they had to get everyone out at like the minute Mm. so if if i played anything that was even remotely fucking cool um and even in vegas when i would close out at at moon like it would just go on forever because like i'd be playing you know fun like old r&b records and funk records and like those people would be sticking around it would just go on and on and on and finally the gm's like dude you got to kill it so i'd put on like fucking charlie brown theme or whatever just anything to just like get them to leave that gets Um, meek on the dance floor yeah um, (laughs) so yeah it's it was it was it was almost always like something like that like something that should not be played because turning the music off isn't enough. Because they kind of just like linger. Yeah. You have to like hurt their feelings. You have yeah. to off- offend them. They need to be like angry at you. Like, why did you just do that to me? You yeah. ruined my whole night. I'm leaving.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <True>. <laughs> You're like good. The, sci-
0: yeah, the science
2: good. of DJing. You want them, and then you want them to get the fuck away from you. Yeah, yeah.
0: it's yeah. A, a lot. It's a lot of uh, puppeteering. Yeah. yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. yeah. So um, we have our
1: uh, we have our playlist our 505 playlist on Spotify. What yeah. song do we need to add on that playlist? It could be any song. Any song.
0: That's, like, important to me or just any fucking song?
1: Any fucking song.
0: I mean, I'm just going to tell you the one that's important to me. Uh, Talking Heads, this must be the place.
1: Oh, let's go. Excellent pick.
2: Excellent fucking pick. Um, yeah, I think I think we'll
0: wrap it up from here. What a fucking you sh- treat! You sure you have nothing else to ask? <laughs> There's no questions that you were like, I shouldn't ask him this. We 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 could we could go on for hours. Okay. Is
2: there any? I'm, I'm, is there anything you want to tell us that that you know leading to- into the new year? Anything any people need to hear? Make? Yeah, announcements. Any uh, scorning? Is there any scorning <laughs> you need to do?
0: <laughs> oh, I mean,
2: Festivus did
0: just pass. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> what, what, any, any it, public like, grievances airing of the yeah grievances? what is yeah air, airing of grievances um announcements uh i mean not really uh um airing of grievances yeah i mean i fucking have endless grievances but like who wants to hear that shit no one no one wants to hear that
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: any shout outs anyone need a shout out um i mean just Grand funky and you guys for having me yeah. and uh you know, everyone who tolerates me and everyone who's uh tolerated me the last fucking 30 years. Yeah. Holy shit. It's almost 30 years I've been DJing. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. This, this is a,
2: a direct music service podcast, so Kevin Scott will hear this. Shout yes. out to Kevin Scott.
0: Shout out yeah. to Kevin Scott, for sure. The for homie. Sure. Um, yeah. Look, one of
1: my favorite ones in Portland, I will say, was when you play Colin's birthday party, that Hawaiian party. Oh, my God. I danced my ass off, and I oh, was Oh, that coming, was fun! I was coming from watching Ghostland Observatory. Oh yeah, and I was shrooming my ass off at Ghostland Observatory, and then come to you, and oh my god, it was
0: the That's so that, it
1: was the best night of my life in Portland. Did we
0: get rip roaring drunk, or was that when I played with evil that I got rip roaring drunk?
1: We got very, very, very yeah, drunk. Yeah, y'all
2: got drunk. Yeah, y'all got yeah. drunk. yeah. Right? yeah. Well. Well, Evil said, "Hey, uh, you know, let's throw your birthday party." And I said, "There's only person, one person I want to call, and that was Stone." There's, there's yeah. no one in my mind, uh, Stone, that I you set the tone. Mm-hmm. You. So I wanted to have you on the podcast. I want all yeah. the listeners to know you are a fucking legend. You are the true textbook dictionary definition of someone that does it all musically. Mm-hmm. Um, someone that that paints a canvas, and uh, we want to give you your flowers around here because you're a yeah. fucking legend. First and foremost,
0: I course. appreciate that. I appreciate sure. that. I mean, I just, uh, you know, I just play fun, fun fucking records. I think I'm maybe a little bit of a little bit too much of a purist, uh, when it comes to like the actual uh action act of DJing.
4: Uh-huh. Um,
0: but you know, other other than that, I'm not doing anything. Different than what everyone else is doing. It's all the same shit, just a different order. Yeah. Minus J. Cole. I don't play any J. Cole. Yes. (laughs) Not yet. Not yet. Yeah.
2: Yeah. First of all, play Snow from the Red Hot Chili Peppers and we'll worry about the. (laughs) 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 Sacramento, you'll see this gentleman. Uh, When are you playing Sacramento? Uh,
0: I think the 28th of January. Let Let me just double check that. I don't want to misspeak here. Uh, no that's december yeah the 28th in sacramento
2: okay where are you at
0: uh, at mix at mix okay yeah the place the venue is called mix oh i've been there um, yeah that
1: place yeah
0: yeah
2: socials for the mix cloud for all of your mixes mixcloud.com uh,
0: mixcloud.com slash the caps t-h-e-c-a-p-t-s um uh, you know you can follow me on instagram s-t-o-n-e-r-o-k-k and twitter and all that stuff but like i'm not really posting. Um, and if you want to send me a funny meme, just text it or email me. And if you don't have my email or text, fucking Google me.
2: He's fine, by the way, folks. Quit asking. Quit asking. Yeah, I'm, fine.
0: I'm totally fine. He's fine. It's, this is the fine. He, the healthy adjustment.
2: Yeah. He's sleeping now. He's not drinking seven espressos during a two-hour DJ set. We're yeah. fine. <laughs> We're doing just fine. Hey, shit. I yeah. <laughs> <about you> <laughs>
4: <laughs> All right,
2: we will wrap it up there, uh everyone. Stone please rock, go check out you. Stone Rock. Go check out Captains of the Industry. If you are not a DJ and getting into this universe, you need to know some of the people that have helped pave the way for what you do today. And I mean, it's some of our
1: biggest influencers. I mean, goddamn, absolutely, it. absolutely. Like, and, stone, uh, stone, stone, stone and them like and Eric. You guys put music in a way that is like, like so much fun. And I think I think every DJ needs to needs to listen to at least Absolutely. one set of you guys yeah. because of of what you can do as a DJ. Yeah. You don't so yeah, have I, to I, just I, be a hip hop DJ. You don't have to be just a house DJ. You can yeah. do everything. well.
0: The, the the thing that I told so we Graham and I used to speak at uh, Tina T's uh, camp uh, camp spinoff,
4: mm-hmm. and
0: then we stopped speaking there. I think because I was not giving. I wasn't giving kid friendly advice, Um, but, uh, but what I would tell them, uh, you know, I remember this one kid was like, well, what should I be playing? And I'm like, you have to play what you love, because if you are a a Kia salesperson and you don't like Kias, you're not going to sell any fucking Kias. So if you're trying to play disco records, but you don't really like disco records, the audience is not going to buy it. Like you're you're not going to deliver it properly and the audience is not going to buy it. So like, you know, a lot of guys for better or for worse would pivot from, you know, they're hip hop guys. Now they're EDM guys. Now they're doing this other thing. Now they're doing this other thing. Um, You know, does it work? Yeah, I guess it works, but like, I can't tell you how many times I heard, Oh, such and such was so much better when they were playing this, which was, Mm. you know, their, their foundation. And that's the stuff that they like. And I really, you know, obviously I got, on I had to get on the EDM thing because that's what was happening. but like I said, I was really trying to like hold on to one the stuff that I still like to play and two, like no guys, it doesn't have to be all one hundred twenty eight bpm all night long. like mm-hmm. there's other stuff that's really good that we can put with these shitty Calvin Harris songs like we can make this work all together. like let's just have a big hug and let's just do this. so yeah, I mean, you just have to you just have to play what you love. And if you don't if you're not doing that, um, and it goes back to like, why are you doing this? Are you doing this for glory or are you doing this because you love DJing? And if you love DJing, then it doesn't matter what other people what other people want, as long as you're playing what you want in venues that will accept that, that, that are wanting to hear that. But if you're the dude that's like, oh, I'm gonna play EDM because that's what's popping. Um, you know, I don't think you're going to have a very long life because there's going to be another guy that's going to do the next thing better than you, mm-hmm. or there's going to be a guy that's actually passionate about EDM or whatever it is. And they're going to stomp your nuts in and you're going to lose your fucking job. So just stick to what you're passionate about and, you know, taste change. If you, if, if, if Paul Oakenfold was a hip hop DJ, but everyone knows him as electronic guy, mm. um, his taste changed. So mm-hmm that's the music he wanted to make um but yeah just stick to the the, the stuff that you're, you're into that you're passionate about and then you'll be able to sell it to a crowd and they'll believe you you know
3: hell yeah Man. stone rock ladies and gentlemen
4: oh, rock. Stone.
0: <laughs> it's easy guys it's super easy it's just it so easy yeah. it's so easy open for yourself close for yourself
3: <laughs> and play your yourself. social
2: media quit yeah. jerking off to porn yeah quit playing video games yeah. yeah don't drink seven espressos no don't be in the sky so much get yeah. out of the sky and but also get up in the sky and play out of your city order meat at veggie grow <laughs> yeah. this,
0: this will a, all
2: be in the show notes right underneath the episode if you want <laughs> this
0: is the secret to your success the the, the title of my first book will be order a burger at veggie grill that's the title of my book
1: actually sounds like a book i'd read it. boom (laughs)
0: boom we're
2: out uh this will be the first thing you hear for 2022 everyone stay safe Uh, hey welcome to the new year y'all yeah keep wearing your mask get your booster shot uh wash your hands uh social distance Social, dis- oh,
0: social distancing is the best.
3: Don't <laughs> cough in anyone's mouth. Whatever. Just oh, stop yeah. spitting
2: in people's mouths. Stop spitting in each stop other's. Stop mouths. doing that shit. You stop. Weirdo. Stop.
3: Uh, that's not,
0: that's nasty. Uh, <laughs> nasty.
2: <laughs> uh, all right. If we have nothing else to, no other further grievances to air, I guess we will call it on that. Everyone, we will see you next week with a surprise guest. I think Morse Code and Ivy next week. I have to check on that, Ooh, though. Okay. So, so it's not a surprise
0: anymore?
4: Yeah, no, I'm not, no.
2: It's a surprise to me. I'm not sure uh, who it is. It's <laughs> a maybe.
4: <laughs> uh, all right, y'all. We'll see y'all next week. Later. Nice.